Ready? Greg? I, do I sound okay? Am I fine? Are we great? Do I sound good? I think I sound great. Okay, we're starting great. All right, Greg. Conversation with Greg, Mr. Rent Money, and Gigi. Welcome to Convo 44, I believe. We're going to go with 44. Um, I am your host, Greg, and I'm joined by my brother, Mr. Rent Money. Mr. Rent Money, how are you doing? What's good, sir? Um, I'm, I'm fine. Just, just a little tired under mm-hmm. the weather. I think um, something going around. You like the fifth person that said that he wasn't feeling well yeah i didn't say i'm not feeling well you said you under the weather no um when i say under the weather i mean like um not like my body is like in in some type of way like a man i'm a sick that type of thing more so like upstairs my got you you're exhausted. Mentally. Mental fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Mental, Mental fatigue. fatigue. I understand that. I understand that. Um, but I'm glad you're here. Glad you mm-hmm. glad you're here on this on this episode. Also, somebody's back. Somebody's back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gigi is back. We are hosted and in, 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 in the grace of Gigi. Hi, Gigi. How are you doing today? Hi, everyone. I missed you guys, too. Um, it, it was a little decent pod without me, but I don't think the pod is the pod without me. Dang. I thought we did a, I thought we did pretty good. I think I did pretty good. Wow, okay. But how are you? Um, I'm doing well. You got on my nerves, but outside of that... Uh, after coming back, uh, I was a little jet lagged, so like this week was like a little slow for me, um, and it was busy, really busy at work. Um, but it was a good day, well, a good week in its entirety. I can't really complain. I could just say I might need some more rest. How was your trip? Um, it was dope. It was really, really dope. Like shout out to Baylor. Um, I went, I went out to LA for a weekend. And it was Los amazing. Angeles. It was amazing. The weather is really beautiful. Like it's serious. Like what yes. was the best part of, of LA? I've been to LA. LA is great. Yeah. Um, I want to say the best part of LA was the people. Uh, as well as the Venice Beach was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great time there. Um, and I also went to Warner Brothers Studios, which I thought was pretty good. I learned, I learned a lot of things um, out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the most part, it was the people. Um, I definitely want to go back. I don't think a weekend trip to LA is enough. Um, I do. You think just really? If you plan it right, I do. Well, because the time difference, it, it makes it work. 
it works it out it works itself out i think so too but i think that um, even if you like plan it i think there's always more things to do i mean yeah you always gonna have fomo yeah so it's like for me it was just like dang like i still want to do that i still want to do like there were so many things that i'm like if we just had one more day but i feel like every day would Every day would have been that way. I love that. I love that feeling about California in itself. Like, it just always makes me, like, want to wake up extra early, meditate, be great, and, like... Be a hippie. Yeah, and, like, just be amazing. Tell everyone hello. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Dope. Dope. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Thank you. That's great. That's awesome. You're great. I like to categorize my week by areas of my life so um mentally it was alright yeah it was okay Uh, professionally trash like you just way too much to do and not enough time and personally trash Mm. daughter was sick so I was running around trying to make sure she was okay and still had to do assignments that just felt exhausting. Um, so overall, I would say my week was pretty freaking trash. Well, no, you went to the gym, Greg. I hate going to the gym. Well, I think that's a form of self care for you, and I like it. I like that, even though you I was do- talking to my therapist about self care and what happened because she said there's four types of self care. Oh, let's talk about it. Right, you got emotional self care, physical self care. Spiritual self care and social self care. Mm. Like these are these are like real shits. When I think when I when, when I think of self care, I just think of like you know, even if you're going through something, making sure you're getting out of bed, doing what you need to do, washing your ass, and of course mental self care, therapy, and all that shit. But clearly, it goes way deeper than that shit. Or whatever. Absolutely. But yeah. The gym is not self-care for me. The gym is excruciatingly annoying. Really? What's annoying about it? That I have to wake up to go. Mm. But once you're there. Still hate it. Mm. Okay. Okay, great. It is just one of those things that you got to do. Yep. What do you do for self-care, Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Wash. But according to my therapist, that is not only that is only one form. I was about to go through a list. (laughs) I I wash. I pray. Um, Mm. Physical and spiritual. Okay. Um, What do I do socially? I don't. don't, You spend time with us. True. And it's a form of social. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But does it cause you stress? <laughs> yeah, this is at, at the at the same time. This is I I really don't count this. I didn't think about this. I, I didn't oh, count yeah, this. Think that we're not, not For me, it was at, like when we first started recording. Oh, well, that time, that's that's what I'm thinking. It's wow. not it's not that anymore. You guys are telling me a lot without telling me a lot. <laughs> See, why does she take everything so goddamn personally? She think that now because she's a part of it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she think now because she's a part of it. This is not. I wasn't thinking about it like that. <laughs> I'm. I'm just thinking about. Uh, 
I'm just thinking about just in general. Like I, I don't think about it like that. This mm. is this is fun, but I don't look at it like this is like a part of self care. It's like, huh. it's do you think self care is something that you have to be intentional about? So, for example, like you know you're not taking care of yourself if you don't wash your ass, mm-hmm. right? That's right. so you intentionally make sure that you wash your ass. So. Because you don't think of like just doing this pod as like, um, like it's something that that needs to happen for you to feel good. It's just something that happens. Like, it's not a self care thing for you. It's it's not a self care. I I just it's more like a uh like a goal. I I just feel like uh with with all of the the people who are getting on. In, in within the internet, the secret is consistency. For sure. So, um, that's just the only thing I'm I'm really concerned about. Like that's the main thing I'm thinking about: consistency, making sure. You talk about in terms of of the pod of the podcast. Oh, okay. So, but what do you? So, just going back to the um social self care. What do you think is a social self care thing that you do? Um, as of lately, I've been, you know, getting out intentionally. (laughs) Say no, I don't. I'm waiting for you to tell me. (laughs) Getting out intentionally. Okay. Like doing going to the beat thing. Oh, we was talking about like you was talking about um, like when people hit you up to do stuff, you just you do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Before I didn't. Yeah, thank you for uh, reiterating that. Uh, normally, when people ask me, AOG, you want to come out somewhere to some type of an, a type some type of event, I normally say, yeah, then I don't go. Rent money, money. <laughs> But as of lately, I've, I've been stepping out, man. For real, that's like, good. I, I, I really have. Like I, I don't, I, I don't like being around too many people. It really bothers me. So, um, like when I, when I, um, uh, just get random gigs. Uh, it's cool. It's it's something that that I that I enjoy doing, but. Um, just typically being around a lot of people um, and, and looking to have conversations with others is not my uh, cup of tea. Gotcha. Okay. What's the what's supposed to be the... I, f- I forgot the fourth one. But you have self-care, and that's great. My therapist <laughs> will be proud of you. <laughs> she was not proud of me. <laughs> How about you, Gigi? Mm-mm-mm. What do you do for self-care? Um, you got to hit all four. I don't have to do anything, but I can answer your question. Um, so I meditate, I journal, I have mental to journal or meditate. Both. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I make sure, um, I, my my nails and my feet are done. Physical. Nice. I make sure um, my cookie is clean. Um, actually, like, my whole body. Not my whole body, but 
I do go to uh, my esthetician and she takes care of me. What the? What is that? Who is that? My esthetician? Yes. A wax lady. Got you. Yes. Shout outs to you, Sharon. Oh, yeah. I've never knew. hearing that a lot. What? Estheticians. Estheticians, yeah. I've never heard of. Is that something people just made up? No, that's a person that deals with, um, like, your skin. It's not, it's like. I thought that was a. Th- uh, a, a dermatologist, dermatologist. Yeah, so a dermatologist is a doctor an mm-hmm. esthetician is more cosmetic so you would go to an esthetician um that waxes that's a person that waxes you're not going to go to your doctor to go wax you you'll probably go to your doctor to do laser um esthetician would also do like facials you're not going to your doctor to go do a facial you know go to your esthetician a dermatologist wouldn't do it a facial yeah i mean if you like it like that I mean, not in a <laughs> not in a sexual way. I'm just talking about like. I, I think don't know. I think a dermatologist is supposed to like be able to pinpoint certain problems that you have in your skin and provide you with like medication to treat it or give you like regimes. But an esthetician can kind of do the same thing depending on the severity of um, your problem areas. Like, got you. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, I also. Um, I interact with um, you guys for self care. Um, hmm. My is it when I talk to you guys? Yeah. Don't question my self care, Greg. You got it. Um. Also, my uh, my lunch break crew. Uh, that's like my little form of self care. Actually, how I met them was in a room on Clubhouse where you literally just walk in and you vent, and they actually chime in and. As time progressed, like I've had like a whole new family, so that's like my social um, self care, and I also have like different groups of friends with bubbles depending on the type of vibe I'm trying to set. Um, and always finding time for me. So outside of all those things, and I'm interacting with people, I feel like there's always a moment where I just need to shut the world out, shut my phone off, and just kind of be in me. So, yeah. And I probably have, like, a hundred others, but those are, like, my main ones. Hmm. You have a thing about, like, your your self-care thing, right? Yeah. I used to do therapy, but my therapy left. My therapist left me. Hmm. Sorry, I was burping. But... No shout-outs to you, therapist. When you think about, like, self-care, right? Self-care is supposed to be doing things that is stress-free and supposed to, supposed to make you happy. Oh, wait, do you think it's supposed to make you happy? Do you think it's supposed to evoke some kind of emotion? Um, I For think, me, I think you're supposed to be happy when you're doing it. Um, I think that anything that you do, you should, it should make you happy. But that's not the case. Yeah, understandable. And But when it comes to self-care, for me, I think it just depends on what it is and what you, you're doing it for. Um, sometimes it's not really about happiness. Sometimes it's about being able to no longer be a procrastinator or being greater at a craft. Like, it. Or, you know, just being better in yourself and not always... It doesn't really have to do... So for you, it doesn't evoke an emotion? Of course it evokes an emotion. Like, I'm going to use you as an example. The gym is a form of self-care for you. You hate it, but it's It is not a form of self-care for me. I'm going to tell you my opinion. You don't have to agree. I'm giving you a a reason of how I see it. Is that although you don't enjoy it, you still do it every day because you know that it's going to help you in the long run. Is... Washing okay. an opinion about self-care? Is washing an opinion about self-care? What you mean? So if you stop like, taking a can, shower? 
Yeah, is that in, so? Is in a is in an opinion based? I mean, when someone if someone starts coming around you and they start to stink all the time, you're gonna automatically think something is off. Even if like they have a reason for not wanting to take a shower anymore, you still mm-hmm. gonna be like, nah, something ain't right with you. Right. Because you should be showering. Right. So just like, just like that's not an opinion about washing. Mm-hmm. Exercising some way, shape, or form, movement, mobility, um, is a form of self care. It's not I get an opinion. That. When you put it, I guess when you put it, when you put it that way, even the way you said it before, because um, she was about to get all of her feelings if I didn't acknowledge her. I said nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> I said nothing yes. audience, nothing. Okay, sure. I guess it is a form of self-care. For me, I just think when I think of self-care, I think of, for me, it has to evoke the emotion of joy or happiness or or being calm or something. You could do nothing. You could honestly just do nothing. That's something you do for your stressors. Mm. What? Something you enjoy is what you do for your stressors. Mm -hmm. But that's not the same as like... Oh, um, so you don't think it's the same as self-care? Self. Well, yeah, yeah, and well, yeah. Something that you do, something that you do, and and enjoy definitely does fall under the um, umbrella of self care because you enjoy it. So balance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The only reason why I was asking because my therapist, yo, my therapist be cutting me up. She thinks I'm a piece of shit. I'm letting you know now. Like, she doesn't think I'm a piece of shit, but she thinks I'm a piece of shit mentally, which is fine. But I was telling her for me, self-care is like, if I have to edit a project, like video edit a project, because I rarely do it, like I barely get a chance to edit videos anymore. Um, So when I get a chance to do it, I like literally can sit there for hours and do it and feel no, like feel all the joy and happiness in the world that I'm sitting here editing. And she's like, no. Because I'm doing something. She thinks I do too much. And I'm like, no, you're wrong. That is self-care for me. So I think self-care is anything that, he, for me, is you say anything you don't that enjoy editing. I love editing video. My t- entire existence of knowing that you make videos... You have always told me I hate I shooting. Don't, I don't enjoy. Yo, you can ask, the, you can you can you can have this in your head, but I promise you, you can ask anybody. Don't My ask stance me. has always been: I hate shooting. I hate cameras. If I didn't have to do it, I would never do it. So why? I will always edit a video. You give me okay. the footage, I will gladly edit. So you enjoy editing? editing. Yes, that's what I went to school for. You, yeah, you enjoy editing videos. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I hate shooting videos. Mm. I got you. If I didn't have to, I would never. What's the difference for you, Greg? Being behind a camera on set and mm-hmm. actually having to know how to shoot angles and stuff. I just don't enjoy it. I'd rather sit behind my desk and edit a video. So something that I did notice that you love editing videos, but you don't care to edit audio. What's the difference? I don't like listening to people talk. See, visuals. Mm Mm-hmm. Visuals. 
Yeah, and power, power to Khalil for doing this audio shit. Hell no. Shout outs to you. Like you look, you literally looking at waveforms the entire time. Try, like no, that shit has to be. <laughs> Wait, but I want to go back to the idea of what your form of self care is because I think that you've taken self care and you've just you realize this is what I'm hearing, not what you're actually saying. So correct me if I'm wrong. That. I think because you've always done for others or always doing things for other people, that things for you that counts as self-care is those moments where you just like to enjoy things. But self-care, like, as your therapist says, like, has different levels to it where think about the idea of social, right? Um, if you find yourself always around negative people, you're going to find yourself as a negative person, even if you're positive, but- right? So when it comes to self-care and you're like, maybe I need to start being around people that are more like-minded like me, like things like me, or like for me, I have different bubbles of different people that like different things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or different. So I know that that's my form of self-care where I proactively make sure that my circle is as positive as it could be. And once it's not, you just got to change the dynamics of it because that again, is this form of self-care where that negativity can bring you down. I get you. So I think that you, if you really listen to what she's saying and break down... No. Okay. I mess with you. <laughs> what she is saying and you make a list of what you do for each thing, I think you'll you'll see that even if you're lacking things, you've probably been doing it, but never recognize them as forms of self-care. Yeah, and I, and I, and I can openly admit that. Like, I can definitely... I even acknowledge that, acknowledge that like today, like as you guys talk about me going to the gym, I hate going to the gym, but I know if I don't go to the gym, it can lead to, 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 to bad things. So I get what you're saying. I understand that. Cool. Um, Want to jump into your topic? Oh, my topic. Yeah, sure. So my topic today, everyone, I switched it up on you guys because LA gave me a vibe, was what's your favorite Nickelodeon show growing up? Well, I'm a late Nickelodeon person. Meaning, I didn't get like wise to Nickelodeon until like 2010. Wow, great. I was a Cartoon Network kid and then when Cartoon Network started to die down, I went to Toon Disney. Mm. And then when Toon Disney went to Disney XD, I said, suck full dicks. And that's when I started watching cartoons on um, Nickelodeon. No! I started just, like, re-watching shit that I wanted to watch. Like, I started watching, like, Dragon Ball Z. And I went to adult cartoons, like The Simpsons. And I always watched this, but Family Guy, South Park. And then I got to Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was, like, the last shit I went to. But my favorite show to watch now? Not, well... I well, I guess yeah. when, when I got there, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's right now. I think it's probably SpongeBob only because I think there's a lot of mental fucked up shit with SpongeBob, and mm. I think it's interesting to to like dissect the show. Mm. But if I watched Nickelodeon like in the in the late nineties. Early 2000s, it probably would have been Hey Arnold because that nigga was cool as shit. I love that show so much. I love the idea that they even like uh, put jazz, implemented jazz into a cartoon where we were now able to listen and enjoy music um, differently than, you know, like, I don't know. Does any any other show use jazz music in the background as they're like cartoons? Yeah. I thought that was really dope. I like that concept. Not that I could think of. Off of top yeah, 
I love that they use jazz as like their, you know, their. It was either Hey Arnold. It was either gonna be Hey Arnold or Cat Dog. Okay. Okay. Mine, uh, Rocket, Rocket Power. Of course, you wanted to be Otto, didn't you? Rocket Power. <laughs> Rocket Power on Nickelodeon. Really? I thought it was like I thought that was like on another channel, like after school. Wow. No, it was on Nickelodeon. That was like one of the staple shows. It was like Rocket Power, Rugrats, As Told by Ginger, Wild Thornberries. Wait, let me see. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember the name. All them shows are ass. You dumb great. Rocket Power. Oh no. Yeah, I know. And they had the skateboard, and they were actually like, aren't weren't now they like she, in California? Now she knows. <laughs> I had to look at it because I actually enjoyed watching the show. I just forgot what oh, it was I called. think San Francisco. Maybe. I think yeah. it was yeah. yeah, something like that. That was dope. Yeah, they, like, <coughs> they low key were black kids living a dream. Were they? Yeah. I don't kind of did, did look. See them? Anybody ever knew what their moms was like? Because the dad is white. The nigga got blonde hair. Yeah, but you got... Clearly, one got dreads. The other girl got purple hair with a little bit of... I don't know if it's a bang or or dreads, too. And then the other boy has a hat on with, like... Looking like common? One piece of hair. <laughs> All right, okay. If they're not, like, black, they're, like... They're mixed, but they definitely got some black in them. We can't tell them that they don't. Look. Oh, that was the purpose of the show, to get rid of race. Absolutely not. They de- they're definitely like tan. Yeah. Why was that your favorite show? Though? Maybe Latino. Um, okay, I can understand. I, I, I don't know. It's just like the fast pace, um, <coughs> you know, uh, action it, it had at least for uh, adolescents. Mm. It was pretty uh, cool. I just thought it was a dope, dope cartoon. What about you? Um, I was gonna say Arnold, but you said that too. Um, I liked all that. Well, you said cartoon. You said cartoon. Oh, yeah. So sorry. Okay. My bad, y'all. Because um, <laughs> it was Hey Arnold. Oh, oh, oh. That was a good theme song, but this show was trash, too. I didn't think it, it was trash. Bugging. I, think, I think it was great to see kids do skits. Like, you have to also understand that, although, like, how. What? What? What was so funny? That was kids' church. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Like the idea that we, they were doing the same thing, like thinking up um, little skits. Like that's like SNL, like as children. For sure. Yeah, I think I thought that thought I thought that was dope, but I did say cartoon. My bad. I mean, I thought the Rats was cool, but I really liked Hey Arnold for the most part. But Hey Arnold could have been your show. Hey Arnold, that was definitely my show. Like it, like of all times, like I would, I can watch Hey Arnold all over again. I mean, Hey Arnold was cool, but I think all of the Nickelodeon shows was just man. It's not until I got like until I got older with like Danny Phantom. That's a great fucking show. See, but and and I think that's why it's because like when you grew up, you have to also understand like these were the cartoons that were introduced to us. So for us to say mm, about what was our like, this is still new as we're growing up. As you start tuning in, they've already built the but graphics, the, storylines have like it's different. But but if you think about like, 
I'm about to do a versus of cartoon shows right now. If you do Nickelodeon mm-hmm. versus Cartoon Network versus Disney, Nickelodeon's at the bottom of the tarot, um, or the totem pole. Depends on where you were growing up, especially if you didn't have access to Disney Channel. Rugrats is a different type of that fan sh- base. Nah, nah, Mm-mm. no. You gonna sit here and tell me? I'm gonna give you three shows from each shit, right? From freaking Disney, we're going to go, let's say, Recess, Doug, and I'm going to go with Goof Troop, right? That's Disney. Cartoon Network, you have Powerpuff Girls, Dexter, Courage the Carol, no, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, right? There's an even distribution of, of fan bases everywhere. Somebody might like everything, yo. It's not just Disney. I wasn't checking for no Disney was, like Doug that. Doug was on Nickelodeon. Doug is a Disney show. But Doug was on Nickelodeon. It's a at, Disney at, show. At, at a certain... I had... Depending on what era or time I, I switched. Because when I was really, really young, Channel 11 had it on lock. With with the Disney cartoons. No, that was Channel 7, I thought. Warner Brothers had his own shit with like Animaniacs and... um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. ABC, Goof Troop and and all of that stuff (sighs) like that. Mm. You Um, put me... Yo, you reminded me of all that shit last week. No, but even, even further... Further back than that, like Disney definitely had it on lock. Um, Doug was on Nickelodeon first. Doug is a Disney show. I'm yeah, not arguing. It was, it was Nickelodeon, and then it was Disney because because Disney didn't have a place yet for its no. for its shows. They no, knew they no. needed that show. Like yeah, that no, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon I'm telling him, Nickelodeon has you give some Doug shows. Nickelodeon. Doug was a great show. I, I like that. They understood. Doug. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> That's jazz. That's cat. <laughs> I love the, Oh, you're right. Yes. That's and impressive. I can't whistle to save my soul, yo. Skeeter was definitely black. <laughs> I am thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. Skeeter was, of course, black. Oh, was yeah. Patty black? I think. So Doug could be straight up white folk, but... But Skeeter and Patty, they gotta be all types of weird colors. Yeah, I think Patty might be Asian. That's crazy. Oh snap! No. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's not it. That could be it, yo. That makes a lot of sense if it if that's the truth. I don't know. I just made that up, but that's fine. I know Skeeter definitely was the black dude. You saw his pants. Roger. Um, the way that he used to pop lock. Roger was Italian. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely a leather jacket. I can see it. You know Doug was based off of peanuts? Explain. The peanut uh sketches inside the uh newspapers. Ah, uh, I was like I thought you were talking about the Okay. Never mind. I should have said Charlie Brown, sorry. Hmm. Hmm, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Interesting. I'm just saying, Nickelodeon was always at the bottom for me. So then, okay, so then the Doug would be, Doug would be you my show. Doug Nickelodeon. Doug was on Nickelodeon first. You got it. I'm just still saying, you still had so much more with Disney. I'm telling you that Disney came after them. Like, well, they had, they definitely had cartoons, but Disney didn't get his own programming until, like, I would say, 
probably towards the end of those like cartoon so runs. I'm, so I'm gonna say that if, with that being said, and I don't know any facts, so if anyone wants to correct us, please do. That Nickelodeon for us, especially like if you didn't have Disney Channel, not saying that I didn't, but there are some households that I know I went to that I didn't, didn't have, have cable. Disney Channel, and that Until it was Nickelodeon we all the time. But Nickelodeon was cable. Nickelodeon was channel. Some six. people had uh, for the me, satellite dish, and they had all of them, all of them wild channels like Mad Channels, and then some people had the basic cable. I had the basic. I had none of it. Wait, so how did I you didn't have, have? I didn't have, have it. Let me, not, cable let me not say I didn't have none of it because we got it when um, we started living with my aunt. My aunt had it, but before we lived with my aunt, I didn't have no cable. So it was it? Channel Thirteen when we was watching Arthur. Ooh, and PBS. P- yes. Yep, PBS Kids was the shit. Come Dragon on, Tales, all that. Like that's it. And then Fox Five after school. That's why Spider-Man and, and X-Men, for me, will always go down as the greatest animated series of all time. And then you had, like, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and junk. And then on Saturdays, you had Saturday. WB Kids, Freakazoid, um, Animaniacs. Yo, I didn't have cable for a very long time, Ooh, so those were my cartoons. Me too. Brain. I didn't, I didn't get cable until two thousand one. What? Oh, okay, you guys. And maybe that's why I don't. That's why I don't really like those cartoons. Okay, Can we have a, a moment of intermission to to sing Dragon Tales? I would love I that. I remember Dragon Tales. And we wished on a dragon scale. And, and that's, that's what started Dragon Tales. <laughs> Around the room, the dragons flew. But Emmy and Max knew what to do. They climbed on the backs of the dragon friends. Now the adventures never end. Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. It's almost time for Dragon Tales. Come along, take my hand. Let's all go to Dragonland. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think you thought it was over. It was over. By far, they took it to another level. They had bridges in their theme songs. They took their theme songs to another level. They shout out to PBS for their theme <laughs> songs. Bro. All of they yo like really like if you go back to uh I, I know you say you don't know nothing about Carmen San Diego. Right? I do know about Carmen San Diego. So no, nah, because it was another one. Not not the not the. Lost in time, not you wearing about the, time. The chick with the hat. Yeah, they had they the they had different joints. Like okay. they had the where in time is Carmen San Diego. Yeah. The crime and solve this mystery. <laughs> then they had boom. <laughs> <laughs> She swept round the world. You wanted to do that. <laughs> that shit, nigga, that shit right there. 
Like I, I was still watching it when they when they went into Lost in Time or whatever, but that original shit when they was she, the lady was calling them gum shoes, like they was like detective type shit. Like, you wanted to do that theme song. Shit. <laughs> I remember. I'm just that yo, was just saying, I oh, you about to die. That was my shit. I'm just saying, I I think like PBS kids, they were they put bridges in their theme songs. They they took time. Do you remember the Zoom? Come on and Zoom. For sure. They I wonder did. if they sued Zoom. Why? Who? The show stopped like so many years ago. That's what you. That's about that, how we use Zoom for work now. Uh, you, you know what crazy thing is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I didn't go, watch go, it. I didn't have Ale, cable. Nigga, go, go, Ale, bitch, go. You never heard this. I'm gonna play for you later. That's Please don't. He's gonna mess up your whole experience. I didn't have Gullah Gullah Allen uh, access I don't know that to show Gullah Gullah Allen at the time. I never seen the show a day in my life. Really? Nope. Oh, I like that show. For me, when it came to like PBS Kids, it was literally Arthur, Dragon Tales. And Clifford, and then I'm switching the channel. I was definitely rocking with Clifford. Did you rock with Wishbone? Yes. Yeah. I think I always fuck with the secondary characters. Like I always like like the the, the stupid character, mm. Buckster, my guy, on Arthur. Mm. Um, even think about like the cartoons on Nickelodeon, SpongeBob, Patrick, my guy, Jimmy Neutron, Sheen, my guy. Mm. I like all the stupid people. Who's the stupid character on Family Matters? Isn't it Waldo? Yeah. One could argue with Steve, but I think it's Waldo. Mm-mm, yeah, Steve is actually smart. He just that, but was... that's I, I thought about that too. Weasel was Weasel was a good uh, argument. Too. Weasel was a good argument too. But I, to be contrary, like Steve is smart. But he used to, he he would make he would still do things like oh he was clumsy yes that's he was really clumsy. what yeah he wasn't definitely wasn't dumb <coughs> IQ was through the roof but he was clumsy mm. okay but uh, I I will always think about that but Weasel uh, Waldo turned out to be pretty smart too it was an episode where his IQ was was um. Turned out to be high. Yeah, because Waldo, Waldo is like cold. Like they, they, they come across as dumb, but in the show they'll be saying shit that make mad sense. But people look at them like they're dumb. Nah, Waldo. Like at times where, where, you know, you should definitely some. You know, everybody should pick up. And, he, and and they go like you think what I'm thinking, and he go, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's a part of like, but a part of like all of these sitcoms, like writing, even in in cartoons, you always have Somebody. like you have the the, the span where the the stupid character is realized that they're actually smart, like they like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Eddie had of... his moment too. He was he was definitely dumb. When in the early episodes, he was really, yeah, really, really, dumb. really, really. Yeah, he was. Yeah, because that was before Waldo got there. 
I think yeah. you for a sitcom to work, you need a stupid character. Like you just I don't want to call them stupid. I think it's like comic relief. No, they're stupid. They're supposed to be stupid. Mm. Understood. Patrick acts as mayonnaise and instrument. Yeah, I would say that's the purpose of those characters. To literally be then they, they try to give them their own spin offs and they them shows never they never pan out. <laughs> no. The Parkers. That did work out. Oh, true. Yeah. true. I thought you said it didn't work out. No, at I said first. no, that absolutely Man, didn't that's work out. classic. That's true. I didn't absolutely. like the Parkers, but you're right. The Parkers, yeah. for sure. I was okay with Moesha. UPN, UPN to me had the worst black sitcoms of all time. Martin was amazing. Bugging. Martin did not come on UPN. Martin, Martin was, on, was on UPN. Fox 5. Are you serious? He definitely at some point they played Martin on UPN. Yeah, after its original run. Okay. Oh yeah. Because I remember like, like when it had like you know how like they used to show you like the times when it used to come up. Yeah, I'm talking about like when it first was on the joint. All of us and the Parkers and freaking DL Hughley. Those are really bad shows to no. me. No. No, that, amongst a lot of people in the in the black community, those are like. For sure, classic. Martin Classics. is an amazing show. We're not talking about Martin. Martin lives in a whole other stratosphere. And that was, uh, that was eight. That was Fox HBO or HBO Fox. Even though it was on Fox, I I distinctively remember. I remember watching Martin on Fox. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I didn't have cable at oh, the okay. time, but what I'm saying, when it went off, it said. Fox, HBO. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Every HBO single was time. a parent company. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was on. Um, Cause it was like Fox had Martin, NBC had Fresh Prince, one WB had the Jamie Fox show. Mm, that makes all sense. great shows. But then you get to shows like Half and Half. That was a bad show. No, it wasn't. You just you were too young, Greg. If you were mm, older, you if Greg, how could I could you say? How old would you? It no, it's when, when even. Half, half was going, I was like ten. Even, even no, no, I'm, I'm thinking of a different show. Girlfriends half and half. is toxic. Half and half is not. No, you're bugging. Half and half. Girlfriends is, not. is a great show. Girlfriends is the. Is and toxic. to and to miss the the prom the prom and go back with certain shows. No, you can't. It's not the same thing. Nah, I don't think. I just don't. Nah. You got way better shows. Like, I think Bernie Mac show was better than that junk. For oh, sure. I love Bernie Mac show. That was such a great show, yo. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac, man. He said, Jordan. I'm That's my favorite my, comedian. He said, I'm going to stick my foot down your throat and kick your heart. <laughs> yo, 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 he's dope. He was dope, man. That's my favorite comedian. Man, rest in peace to Bernie. Rest in peace to Bernie Mac. But yeah, I did, yo UPN that lineup was just was not good to me. Bernie Mac show me. that came out in two thousand one. Like even today when Moesha come on, I turn that shit off. Moesha. Homeboys in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlin Brothers. Marlin Brothers. That's NBC. Hmm. What's the ABC? Marlin Brothers. The Wayne brothers. Wayne she called brothers. them the Marlin Mar- brothers. I did. I'm so sorry. 
She's talking about the Wayne brothers. I did talk about the Wayne brothers, but Marlon Wayne is one of them. She threw me off. Like <laughs> at first, like she said Marlon brothers. I'm like Marlon, mm, okay, Marlon. But then I'm like brothers. Like wait, uh, my bad, brothers. you guys. I think Marlon's <laughs> show on CBS was actually very hilarious. It got canceled, right? Yes, it did. I didn't, I didn't did. care. Like for that I said, <laughs> that joke was funny though. I knew that joke was going to get canceled. He was over the top, but There's that no joke was, was hilarious. They wanted to. They they do that all the time. Mother, 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 I thought they would learn, but they get in the bag. I can't say thought they would learn. They get in the bag. The Waynes are getting the bag, but for sure, they know that these networks monopolize off of the Waynes brothers, and then they kick them off. They get people. They get black the black uh, audience to come. And watch, oh, the Wayne's Brothers are on, on CBS. The Wayne's Brothers but are But you know on. what always follows that kind of show? A Grey's Anatomy. They, that's why they do that. Yeah. That's, they, that's a, they have a history of doing that to, to the Wayne's Brothers. Yeah. They get, they, they get, they get, and they, they put and something, they put something white after that. And they cancel the their house. show abruptly, even after it's doing well. Yeah. After in the house, right? It was seven, um, seven heaven. Uh, what, what about uh the Damon Wayne's? My wife and kids. I'm pretty sure something wife um white followed it. My wife and kids was funny to me. I love that. That show. was that ABC was really, Family. That was a really good show. Right? Or did it start off on ABC? It started on ABC Family. Yeah. It started off on ABC Family or so. ABC? ABC Family. It didn't start off on ABC. You sure? Yeah, ABC Family was Channel Seven. No, you're right. I'm sorry. ABC, you're right. ABC Family was a cable shit. My fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It originally originated on um, ABC. Then that was a good show. Yes, that was that, a good casting. It was on casting. Nick at Night and ABC and Freeform. That was great casting. They changed. They changed um, the daughter. Yeah, they got rid of her real quick. The story what? that I heard, because remember she was dark skinned and then they turned her. They then and <laughs> when they do that, what? that just always makes me laugh. When they did that with Aunt Viv. I was like, they did it with Judy too. She went upstairs and never came back down. <laughs> she passed away. She said, "Okay, mom." <laughs> I thought she died. That's why. No, she went upstairs and never came back down. <laughs> She's still up there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Yo, I honestly thought Yo, she... you could go to YouTube right now. She <laughs> waved, smiling. Her career was over walking up them stairs. I thought yo. she passed away. That's why she was all... Myra passed away. Nah, she just never existed. They just, like... Uh, I, I think it was Eddie who said her parents were just being difficult. Something oh. about money. Mm. That's what it was. Wanted her to get more money, and then she was. They weren't she thinking was a, about like a the third tier character. Yeah, and they weren't thinking about what, how many doors it could open for her future. Now look, like she don't have. When when have you have seen anything since that in the mm. porn joint? Yo, she did. <laughs> oh. What? You just brushed like you just inched that in there. You know, besides besides the porn shit, like she did porn. Yeah, it was was very awkward. She was like, (laughs) I did not know she did porn. 
she Yo. had this like awkward smile. Like, why does he smell like that? She had like this weird lipstick on, and the makeup Ew. looked like weird. Like, I'm like, she's just like, oh man, I just feel bad. Like, she just looked great. It really, it just looked really bad. She's, she just looked uncomfortable. Her makeup looked weird, and it was clearly Judy from. I'd be, From Family I Matters. am going to look that up. <laughs> did you finish watching it? No, I didn't. Mm. I'm no, no, going no, no. to I didn't. look It was like, just for recreational purpose, I just checked it out. Like, mm-hmm. And once I saw like a couple seconds in, I'm like, oh no. How'd you feel about seeing Nessa on OnlyFans? Nessa? Who's that? Burning, uh, Bernie Mac niece on Bernie Mac shit. She could go ahead with that. <laughs> Nessa! <laughs> but, really go ahead with that. Yo, can I can I segue into the next topic? Fam, fans like that, because you talked about the girl, um, parents not understanding what doors could have been open for them if she would have just played her role, right? So I want to talk. So, do you think like? If they never said anything about her pay, is that them like just just going with the flow instead of like pushing their boundaries? Everybody did not say anything on there, on that set, and and everybody else is is able to go to these conventions. Um, anytime they have like a a, a reunion, everybody's present. You don't see Judy. Hmm. You see, you see, actually see both mothers. You don't see Judy. You will see both mothers. Um. Uh. uh no, you don't see both mothers. <laughs> I forgot. They they had she the the dark skinned lady. I forgot her name. Um. They changed they, the mothers on Family Matters. Yeah. Yeah. Harriet. Yeah. Harriet was changed. Oh, snap. I'm going to show you, Greg. I did not know that. But I wanted to get to, to a larger point about, like, like, <coughs> someone look at it like if she never said anything or the fact that no one said anything about their pay, well, maybe they deserve more. Maybe she did deserve more. Maybe based on the what third-tier characters were getting across the networks, she wasn't being paid her fair share. She felt like she should talk. Um, it's their first time, though. I understand Doing that. anything. Uh, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying, maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe she felt some kind of way. And if she didn't say anything, it would have been because, like, she was afraid of losing her job or whatever, or losing her time and um, losing her spot in Hollywood. So that brings me to my topic about that the second wife? Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't I remember that? Because that was like later on in the season. That's when like three J came. Yeah. How many? How many seasons they do with her? Uh, let's see. I don't remember. I don't want to lie to you. Right? Probably like one or two. It couldn't have been more than more than that. But there's no. I only remember Harry. You don't remember three J? Yeah, Orlando Brown. Yes, that yeah. was the mother. So and he was not, on. And when he was on, I don't on know it, why I don't remember her. Those were like really good episodes, like when they had the Halloween special. I remember when 3J got beat up. Oh yeah. No, that's Jamie Foxx. 
Oh, for real? Yeah, that's oh. the same kid with the wrong name. Ooh, got you. His name on there was, I don't know. Yeah, but 3J is definitely his name. It really looks like Jamie Foxx to me. But, wow. <laughs> I told that all the time. Wow. I digress. But, how many times do you think, think about like all the things that you do, right? All of the moves you've made in life. How many, how often do you think you operate out of fear? And the only reason why I ask this question is because, like, yo, I'm telling you, I'm in therapy. Like, I go to therapy once a week. It's been the best thing ever. It makes me open. It opens up my mind. It makes me look at myself in ways that I don't ever really want to do. But it does. And it's cool. And I think I make a lot of moves out of fear as much as I think I'm, like, stepping out on a ledge. Yeah, that shit, like, blew my mind. Like when she was talking, we was talk. We were just talking about like some of the just like life decisions I made, or whatever. And yeah, just made me look at it like, did I do this because I thought it was going to be a courageous thing to do, or did I do it because I was afraid of another outcome? Hmm. So I open that up to you guys. Do you ever like think about stuff that you do, or even do today? Like, how often do you think you're operating out of fear? Yeah, definitely quite often. Um, there's there's times where I where I, I make a decision based off of the unknown, fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um or where I uh I, I where some sort of some level of anxiety is built from Mm. Um. Uh. What? What? Whatever scenario it may be, whether it, it may, where fear may be in the mix, uh. But uh, I feel like the it, anxiety and and fear goes hand in hand. For sure. Um, and um, I can't really think of anything. Specific. I, I think that's more like, like you said, like a therapeutic conversation where I will have to shed and, you know. I got a good, yo. I have a good example, but I want Gigi to jump in first before I give it to you. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. You ever think that you're operating out of fear? Uh, yeah. Anything that, well, I don't want to say everything that I've done for the first time, but things like um, skydiving. I was not excited to go skydiving. I was mm-hmm. terrified for my life. Um, but I knew that that was something that I've always thought about doing. And that, um, to be honest, like if I was able to jump out of a plane and allow myself to trust myself that I was going to be okay, that like I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did it. Um, and it was the most amazing experience of my life. So I did it again. Um, also, uh, um, this, this may even sound a little like a trusting someone mm-hmm. um, that hmm. for me, when I when trust ends up being a thing where I end up realizing, like once I trust you, then I've allowed myself to be a certain level of vulnerable to you, that that fear, because I'm not very vulnerable with everyone, um, that, that fear that that vulnerability was 
um, um, I don't even have the word, um, not accepted well or grateful for, like understanding, like being vulnerable is a big thing for me. And, um, so allowing me to be vulnerable and someone, okay, does, am I making sense? It, it does, but I think, um, I think you're missing what I'm trying to get at. What? So, let me give you the example, right? So, I have a good job. I like my job. I like the organization I work for and everything. Um, and I think that, like, what I'm doing is, is, is good. It's like, I'm, I'm learning new things and um, putting all of my, like, uh, all of my schooling and everything to work in this job. But then, but then, like, as I start to think about my job, it's like, why am I still there? I could be doing more, right? And I think I'm there because of how comfortable the job is. And this is this is something I've recently come to grips, like come to to think about. It's the comfortability of the job is why I'm still there. I could do anything there, and nothing will happen, right? And then I have friends who have left this place, and they tell me how hard or how terrible their new job place is, like surface level shit, like. They only have an hour for lunch and they get clocked for that hour. Hell no, you ain't structuring my time. But if I was to get a new job, that's something I would have to get used to. But I'm not ready for that. Or I don't want to do that. <clears throat> so, it's like, when I say operating out of fear, I have goals in, in life and shit that I want to do. I want to make a certain amount of money, but I know I'm not going to do that at this job. But why haven't Greg left yet? Okay, see, but that's exactly where I'm, but I, that's where I was going at too. Just that I'm just looking at it differently because you're thinking about work and the idea that you're not. That was just an example. That, yes, but mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're looking at it as like your idea of you being comfortable and being afraid of, of basically what G's saying, the unknown. There's a possibility you can honestly find a job that works in that same capacity that you need it to. Because you're operating in fear. You believe that this is going to be like the end all be all. Like this is the same, only structure that's going to allow you to maneuver the way that you want to. And I'm saying that, no. Like if you actually took a chance and you're out there, mm-hmm. and you can absolutely um, find something accommodating. People still have the same type of job, just like yours, in different organizations. <laughs> not with my perks. No way, not with my perks. You, don't, you haven't even tried You're right. Not. I can't say no way. But well, I'm from what like I know, vulnerability and like, cause I knew that work is something that even for me that I've understand because I'm also in a place where I enjoy and I like, and I know that my value is probably definitely higher than what I'm getting. However, I've utilized that time that I was there to learn different crafts that but, bettered me. But to use your, like use your, um, excuse me, your example about being vulnerable with someone. Are yeah. you, for me in that scenario, operating out of fear would be. Getting, um, being vulnerable with that person because you feel like there's nobody else to be vulnerable with. That's the fear? Yes. No. Not for me. The fear okay. is the idea that... That would be my fear. Okay, that would be your fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my... My fear is that I've allowed a piece of me to be shared Um that wasn't uh, reciprocated well, or did it didn't benefit me in any way. 
I'm not following him. Sorry. Okay. Um, because what you're to, to to be honest, what you're what you're explaining to me sounds like something more of courage than it is fear. Yes, it is a fear. It's a fearful thought that you are opening yourself up to someone, but it takes courage to do that. Absolutely. And what that, I'm saying is that I, that's something that I immediately don't do. So my fear is being vulnerable with anyone because in my mind, being vulnerable, so you just don't do it. So I don't do it. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying Got to you. say. Okay. Yeah. I didn't understand it's that not much. something that I, I, I initially do, but when mm-hmm. I do do it, so my fear is I'm usually never vulnerable. With okay. Me. So when I am vulnerable, the fear is that it's not going to work out in my favor. Understand. Understand. Oh, I said that before. That makes it so much easier to understand. Yeah. I'm so like, sorry, everyone, oh. if you were trying to chase my ideas too. No, nah, no, nah, that that's very understandable. Um, and I just think like, so just from that like conversation, um, with like my therapist thinking about that, Jack, I'm like, how many other decisions have I made where fear was the was the driving factor, and I didn't even know it. And I think that's the, the, I guess that's the scary part. And I tr- I'm, I try, I'm going to try not to give that too much like power in every decision that I make, but it's like just some of the things that have happened, especially like the situation that I'm in now. Yeah. Um, It's like, you start to really wonder, did you do this for the right reasons? Mm. Or was it the fear that? Like pushed you to make those decisions. Yes, and I can definitely understand that. Even in my day to day, I'm like now that we're having like this little therapeutic session, that things steps or things that I know that easily could have been done, but like fear has been my motivation not to do them. Like finding reasons why you shouldn't do yeah. you should start or why you should like there's. But when you realize like if once you push through that, it might be different. We gotta push through it. Yo. That's our goal. We about the. We're gonna just push through the fear this time. We're gonna Yo. move forward. Like in in that instance that you do have those fears, those doubts. Let's proactively say f it and proactively change the change the narrative. Change your mindset. Change the narrative. I like that. Yo, when I think about it, this was a, and this is why part of my week was trash because this shit was just on my mind and I kept reflecting mm. about it. Yeah, I think this pot is the only thing I've done. Mm. Where it probably wasn't out of fear. Uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I don't. Because I feel like I've done a lot in my life. Hey, can you pass this stuff? You feel like you were scared with everything else? When I start to think about things. Like, okay. I went to um, I went to school. Like, I went to college for filmmaking. Right? And I love filmmaking. Don't get me wrong. And this is and this is honestly where it gets a bit muddy because then you just start to overthink things. Because maybe I didn't go to college to study film because it was out of fear that everything else would be too hard and that I wouldn't have been good at it or something like that. Like I know that is a, another side, like another logical side um, or answer to it. But in the space I was in this week, I was mm-hmm. like, why did you go to school for film? <laughs> because what? It was easy. You know you was going to get through it. You know, like, all of the concepts that they was teaching before you got there, so you were just going to skate through it? That's why you did it? I don't think that's why I did it. I but, mean, there, there might be a little touch on there. That I, also, I think there's definitely some but truth to it. But I think it also goes back into the idea, and I'm not going to be a therapist because I'm not, but you, you like visuals, and the idea that I think that even the way that you grew up and the idea that, like, watching movies or shows was like your way to get away from whatever circumstances that you have that being a part of that 
Yeah, I think that all plays a part into it. And the fact that you were able to implement that in your day to day, I think that's why that's your Zen because you're able to get lost in someone else's space mm. for a moment. See, look, that makes sense too. Yo, this week was trash. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't like Shout that. Shout out to this week. It was Nah, yo. I don't like to be thinking about shit like that. No, that's. I feel like I'm a really good person. Mercury I, I, is in retrograde. So there's, there's, there's a lot of. Feeling. What the hell does that mean? That just means that everything. Well, okay. Actually, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. So I'm not going to sit here and, and define what it is. But technically, it's usually things that are. Um, happening either there's more um, turbulence or there's less turbulence. Um, no, where to... did this term Mercury is in oh, retrograde like, come from? Like horoscopes, the moons and the stars. Okay, so some hippy dippy shit. Oh man, Greg. I, you know how I mean, we don't even gotta get into all that. It's okay, but it kind of plays into the part because my week in the beginning, I, I thought I was winning and then I lost and then I won again. But <laughs> <laughs> this, this week was a little. <laughs> I was like, Greg, throw it away. But LA was dope. Let's not forget that. However, mm-mm. <laughs> shout outs to Twitter. <laughs> sure. So yeah, that was that. Was, I thought it was really interesting. Just about. When you think you're being courageous, probably not. Hmm. Wait. What do you mean you're not? That's that takes a lot of self-reflecting. Way too much self-reflecting. No. Part of self-care, Greg. No. See, no. And if you listen, I think at some point you need to let things just be surface. Why, Greg? Because if you are so retrospective about everything, that's how you become over-analytical. And that's how you start to question everything you do. And then you start questioning your existence in this earth. It's not questioning. And then you want to kill yourself. It's not questioning, Greg. It's understanding. But you will never understand. No, Greg. You're literally understanding. You just broke it. No. Mr. Rent Money. We just had a situation, not even a situation, a conversation, excuse me, where you just broke down to us. We talked about uh, levels of self-care. And now we're even talking about that idea of operating through fear. And you're telling me that you're not learning anything about No, you're, you're missing me. I'm saying, like, imagine if I stayed in that mindset of thinking that everything I've done was out of fear. That could drive somebody mad. But that's not what you're supposed to take away from it. You're supposed to... My thing is to think about it and then actually break it down to be like, no, that wasn't fear. That was that was my confidence in this situation. This is my fear. Everything doesn't have to be that you're operating in fear, but understanding those moments when you were can help you push through those no, moments now. that's different. I'm saying somebody who just stays there. But you're not that person, Greg. I know, but you, you generalized it and I was trying not to generalize and I understand it. That, but my thing is that everyone doesn't really get to where you are without therapy but once they do as long as they can figure that out because that's initial response when you first figure out something about yourself you of go course. back in time yes and all i'm saying is that but once you realize like everything wasn't based off that one answer you can then move forward i don't disagree with you okay great what i am saying is that some people need to realize like there's a limit to it like you need to kick out of it at some point but you will no, some people don't. Who doesn't? How do you, you know? A people? lot of people don't. So people go to therapy, they find out, and then they're just stuck in that. Place and sometimes it really kills, like it messes with their mind. And that's why they go to therapy and they talk about and it. And therapy only ex- like it excites it even more. Okay, because you are still in therapy and you're getting through this process. Let's revisit this 
in a month or two. Maybe well, even six what? months. This conversation. Because I think once you realize that, once you've seen it happen for yourself, you're going to be able to see the outside. I see, I see it already happening for myself. And I know that... What what Greg does is yeah. not is gonna be it's not gonna be what happens for Gigi and what's not gonna be what happens for Mr. Rent Money. What I am saying is that like some people, there are people in this world, and for someone who believes in there's different kinds of people in this world, yeah. there are people in this world who who would have had the conversation that I had with my therapist. Yeah. Start thinking about how much of their life they've actually lived, like made decisions out of fear. Yes. It started going down a wormhole. Okay, but at one point your life stops. Like there's a moment where you don't. For them, it doesn't. Okay. Okay, I agree. Okay. That's all I'm saying. There's people like that. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. There needs to be a limit to like that kind of self um evaluation. So like inside your body, your body, your mind should be like, you know what? Let's stop here. Yes. No. Absolutely. Absolutely, because you yo you will go crazy. You will go crazy. You will definitely go crazy. I don't. I think in the next therapy session you'll be able to kind of and as you go through therapy sessions, break those things down and be able to find a resolution. Now, if there is no therapy and someone dropped the bomb on you, and then you, t- I can understand where that goes. But if you're proactively going to therapy and your therapist is good enough to even bring those things out of you, that therapist should also be able. People to... People commit suicide while in therapy sessions. I'm not telling you that's a thing, Greg. But I don't. I'm not proactively looking at the negative of the situation at all. I never do. I'm just well in this situation. I think you should. No, because I'm no, not you know. You shouldn't look at the. You shouldn't proactively look at it. I'm just saying you need to see that that there is another side to that. There's absolutely another side, but I'm banking on the idea that like going into therapy, we're not getting answers from our therapist. We're getting our own answers. I just feel like I just got to a whole nother level of understanding of you. I don't even know what that means, Greg. I don't know what that means. I look at side A and B. Yes. You look at side A. Knowing B is still there, you're just not going to give it power. So you just only want to talk about Absolutely. A. Absolutely. B exists. I never... I Today was the first day I've actually realized that about you. B, but, but you know that I know that B exists. But you won't comment on it. For what? Because sometimes you need to com- know that there is an, another side to this. Absolutely. But there's, that's, that's, that's And I given. think that should be discussed. Of course, but you just stepped in. But I'm telling you, Greg, is that even with those people, there is there is hope. I'm always gonna find hope in the loss. Always, I'm never gonna think that it's impossible for someone to be better. I'm never going to be in a situation where just because you're down, there's no way for you to get up. Whether you don't have no arms, legs, there's always a possibility that you can get through whatever you're getting through. I'm always gonna see that. That's great. No rebut. As we proceed. To give you what you need. Don't worry about there. Yeah, yeah. T- the topic. Hey, yeah, check this out. <laughs> what? So, I got to know about um the former uh, current event or what a previous event um with the uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, uh, Allowing it to be a decision that can be made for his child to have a surgery which will uh, transform 
his sexual organs. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to happen. No, I'm I'm saying we we're aware of what was in the Zaire. Well, was a the way Wade's son wants the Dwayne Wade's son identifies yeah. himself as a girl, yeah. and Dwayne Wade supports it, saying that it was never just not to um I'm just helping give context. Um, he was saying that he was going through the trans uh the transformation. Mm-hmm. Thinking about transition. It. He was going through the was, um. He was he was going no he said he's going through the transition she, she, she I'm sorry you're right she's going through the transition of becoming a woman mm-hmm. and um I don't think it was ever clarified if she was going to get the surgery or not yeah they yeah. they just it was they were open to it though. yeah 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 they were okay. open to it okay so um my my question is do you Do you believe that is in a is in a line? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I see. You know, this is one of those topics. Know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I still thought about it. But do you think this aligns with the uh, the concept of subscribing to? A person saying that they want to, they they are they identify as another gender. You think that's a and not just any person, a child. And if you believe that, if you subscribe to a child being able to say, "Hey, I want to be another gender." Then why don't you automatically say so, the surgery is something they should do if you if you really believe okay. you know the I, whole transgender thing? I, I get what you're saying. I would. Can you can you? I'm a, relay that to me. I'm going to answer it. Okay. Right this way. If if my child came to me mm-hmm. and said, Daddy, I identify as something other than she was then she identified as a boy. Mm-hmm. I would say, I cool. Let's figure this out. Let's like I'm not gonna stomp on your point. I'm not gonna belittle you. We're gonna work through this. So we can both get a better understanding. Cause I think as a kid Especially during the formative, um, the formative years, I honestly don't think this is, and I and I could be in the minority with this. I honestly don't think a kid knows what they want. I think they don't know. I don't think they have a firm grasp on their sexuality, um, and I think they are basing everything off of media, whether it's social or television or movies. Um, so I don't think that they they they're mature enough to form that kind of um they're, they're not much their, their mind isn't mature enough to form that kind of, to come to that kind of conclusion for their sexuality that's just me at, at the in the formative years but now if you still are feeling this way um if you're still feeling this way at age 21 actually the legal age is really 24 where you're no longer really under me at all mm. and you decide that that's what you want to do I'm gonna support you 
That is that is your decision. But as long as I'm your legal guardian, I will not sign off on any type of surgery, medication, nothing. Anything externally that you need to put into your body for you to go through a transformation. I cannot do that. I respect that answer. What about you? Oh, you said you don't even understand, but do you I understand think based, based off is, of... is that is that the yeah. that's how okay. Um yeah, so then I agree um with Greg in that instance. Um well again I I don't have children, um, but I have been around children and I can understand that how social media, especially how easy that they're able to use YouTube and tablets and the information that they consume and the things that they're watching, right? So I've also seen like things on YouTube where like a boy is in a dress playing with his sister and like that's okay and that's a thing and if I'm a child and I'm consuming that and I see that it's okay and not saying that it's not I'm automatically going to associate that not trying to because that's what I'm consuming mm-hmm. um, but at the same time I think that as they grow older if that's who they genuinely feel like who they are I would never deny my child to do that but I think like it definitely would be like I don't even want to say high school per se, but I would definitely be more open to having more conversations at that point because I feel like even though they may not be 100% mature, but I feel like they've now gone through experiences, they've had interactions with the opposite sex, whether good, different, or you know, or good, bad, or indifferent, um, and they have a better understanding of themselves than what they're consuming because if you to know that you want to be the opposite sex and it's hard to have that conversation because none of us in this room have ever felt that way mm-hmm. right we don't know how to explain to someone how we know what we look like on the outside but we feel completely different on the inside and that's why I wouldn't argue it well what right. what well, well, well I believe there is an argument really um simply because there are statistics and statistics that reflect that there is um, more, I want to say more, I'm pretty sure more than 50% of the people who have these surgeries kill themselves. So Out of regret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm. um, do you know that those says, no, I mean, you can, you can, you can look it up. <laughs> it's really pretty, it's, it's like really like outrageous. That's but a, they don't the speak about those numbers. Yeah. It's just like, do what you want to do. Like you feel like, you feel like you, are a man and a woman both, or like so, you want to have that surgery. Like do it. Just, so let me ask you a question about that because I actually understand that. That's that's a fair, that's a fair point. You want to protect your kid from from that outcome. It's not necessarily you don't care necessarily. And correct me if I'm wrong. You don't care necessarily about the, the 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 surgery of the sex change. You care about like them regretting it and then killing themselves. Oh no, I care about the the oh, the, 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 the surgery. Like uh, um because I do believe I, I said this this metaphor about how you you could never just the same way you can't you can't say to somebody well you would actually think a person is insane for saying that they uh want to identify as a cow and they no longer want to pay bills because mm-hmm. cows 
don't pay bills. We know that. You're crazy if you think that cows pay bills or have any type of responsibility. The, the only, like, the, the, the response to that would be the fact that science has become so advanced to the point where you can, if you have the money, if you want to become a female, you can become a female. Like, fully. Like Yeah, but I'm not even talking about surgery. I'm talking about identifying but there are people, there are women, there are men who identify as a woman or a, a man, but they're saying mentally, right? Mentally, they are not what you what you seeing. Yeah. So if I say that I'm a cow, how is that any different? Because you got to think like you're, I, you're you're going to the extreme example of the cow. I don't, I don't see how, because I'm talking about think anatomy. Of, think of a, a skinny person who sees themselves as fat. Right. You can't, you can't tell them. It's meant, you can't, but it's mentally. Yeah, it's, but you can't, you can't tell them that they're not fat because, like, if they feel that way, they feel that way. You can't tell them. You shouldn't tell them that. You shouldn't tell them that. No. Morally, you shouldn't. But if you tell them that they are not fat, you would not be lying. Like this is this not not a you clearly see a, there are anorexic people mm-hmm. and no 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 disrespect to anyone who is anorexic there are anorexic people who are like extremely like to the point Fair. where you you can see it looks like they might break you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and they believe in their mind they are overweight and this is the reason why they're. No, even though I shouldn't just go. No, you mad skinny. They but they are not. They are but that's not what, fat. I think that's what it all comes down to. It's a matter. It's a matter of respect. It's like, I think that's honestly where where the um, and I'm not trying to like jump off the topic, or whatever. But I think that's where the whole um, like transgender argument comes comes from. They 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 say like, okay, yes, I may not to you look like a male. But I feel like a male, and I will. I Some will. of them is deeper than that. Like saying, "No, I don't feel. No, I am." That's what like, I'm saying. But it, it's a difference I, when you when you wording it saying like I feel. Like some of them straight up saying like you can't tell me because nothing. Because if you feel I that way, then you this. are that. That's usually how it goes. Just because you feel. Yes. Then you are. Then the only way you can be something is if you feel that you are that person. I can tell you that FenwayHealth.org says uh, the most common reason cited for a detransition was pressure from a parent, 35.5%, pressure from their community or social stigmas, uh, 32.5%, trouble finding a job, 26.8%. Other reasons include pressure from medical health professionals, uh, 5.6%, or you religious said leaders. Detransition? Detransition, yeah, like they're going back to what they were. Um, yeah, how you do that shit once? Just stay, just stay there. <laughs> nah, that shit sounds painful. I just think I don't know. I just think ten point four is because they actually they went back because they ended up realizing that they were actually who mm. they were. That's interesting. That I don't know. I just think that like you you can ease. No, you can't easily. I think you just gotta respect people's mind. I think if 
if someone feels what they feel or they like they just just respect who they are. But when it comes to just when it comes to adolescence, I think I think you should support kids. Okay. I think you should support absolutely, especially teens. Cause and that's just and and the only reason I'm saying support that is because they their minds aren't mature. They're that like that is the that is the basis of it. It's like you you have a talk to a team and because you say don't drive your car drunk, they get mad at you. Like their mind isn't mature enough to understand. I don't want you to drive drunk because you can crash and die. That's understood. But then I want to like even kind of use you because you like to look on the other side of it. You you also um, stated to me in conversations that you had to grow up faster. Mm-hmm. Right? So you had to understand things, figure out things faster than people probably at your age at that time. Mm-hmm. So in those situations, if you were if with a child as your like yourself at that time made that decision, do you feel the same way? Can you rephrase that? Okay, so <laughs> you had to grow up where you had to like understand things quickly, figured it out. You you had a moment to be a child, but you weren't really had to be sure. a kid, all right? Mm-hmm. But knowing that, and you had to get to a place where you had to be this adult child. Mm-hmm. If you are now having this question, this this conversation with whoever your guardian was at that time, would you still have the same thoughts? Meaning, you're saying that kids are not mature, right? Yeah. They they have they don't really understand things. But for you, it was different. But even then, I like even looking in hindsight, I know I wasn't mature. Okay. Like I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say because like my childhood was rough and I had to like do I had to to do things at a more expedient rate than others. Um, that my mind was mature, like my my mind matured faster. No, I was ma- I was immature. Okay. I was definitely still immature. And that's all I'm saying. Like, that's why I think you got to support, you got to support youth. Like, so if, if, if a youth comes to you and say, I identify as this, support that. Like, Absolutely. I would rather, I would rather support them and them feel good about themselves than not support them and they go and kill themselves. Absolutely. So it's just that, like I said before, I'm just not authorizing any mm-hmm. external procedures medicine surgery none of that so you won't like like take hormone pills nothing like no that. i'm not signing off on that mm. like there's a there's a line but like they can dress dressing is fine do what you need to do understood to make yourself feel great understood i like that phrase keep it it's mine don't do it again just kidding just kidding <laughs> mm. so did we answer your question? For sure, your, no, your doubt, conversation? no doubt, no doubt. And what were your thoughts? Um, I definitely would not subscribe to anything of that sort. Okay. For sure. Hmm. Um, I I don't view human. I, I believe uh, human ex- existence on um, like the. Uh, the Dave Chappelle expounded on it a bit in his stand-up. Where you he watched said, I saw a little bits and clips of it. That's my new dialogue. Where he was saying, like, uh, you know, uh, the fact that a woman, every single time around, no matter how many times you slice it, gives birth birth to men and women. 
mm-hmm. and and only women, as we know it, Unless breasts of, of of vagina, um, um, in in shape shaped a, a certain type of way that a man is not shaped in certain um, areas, and uh, um. I just believe anatomy, anatomy, anatomy is a real thing, and, and uh, anatomy identifying a certain gen- gender. You believe e- gender is fact? Is as a matter of fact, yes. Um, you know, <coughs> like a, you know, you, you have a you have a anus, which is made for exit, used for entrance. But with progression and doing doing it over and over and forcing enforcing the the body to do something that it wasn't intent intended you know i I just feel like everything about the way our bodies are designed it says you're this and you are that you know no matter what you may feel just because you feel everybody feels things i I don't believe i don't think uh for one one minute, the person is lying that they're saying they identify with. They have these thoughts. Just because you have thoughts, it does not mean that's the answer to to go toward those thoughts. Does it does not mean that? I don't believe that. You know, but to each his own. People people gonna do what they want. Uh, but that's my thoughts on that topic in particular. Thank you for that. Um, for sure. Uh, although I, I don't agree, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, what don't you agree with, if your mommy asking? Um, thought and feeling. It's, I just feel like it's the same thing when it comes to like your sexuality. Like unless like we've actually been in, um, been in in. <laughs> Have we ever been in their shoes? Um, yes. If we've ever had that experience, we've never, none of us in this room can say that we've ever wanted to be another gender mm-hmm. ever. So like to know that feeling or to understand that feeling or to make sense of that feeling is not going to make sense to yeah, us. I think the closest we could ever get to understanding is like saying that we wanted to be someone else. No, I don't agree. I could argue that. I, I just, I, I feel like the, what is the the common thread amongst everyone is something a th- is just a thought mm-hmm. a desire to do something that no one else agrees with so so i put i put it this way it's like you like you said when you was younger you wanted to be bow wow right right I did not, and in reality, I didn't believe I was Bow Wow, though. I know, but I'm saying that is where, and that's the next step that transgender people take. Not only do they think that they're the opposite sex, but they become the opposite sex. And I hope I'm not, like, being disrespectful, because I'm really not. I'm, I'm really trying not to. I just think, I agree. I think when, no, I don't agree. I think there's yeah, just another... There's just another step to or another level of of mental. I'm not going to even say that it's a. Uh, 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 um, I'm not going to say that on the microphone. At one point, it was a <laughs> mental illness. He at said one, it not me. <laughs> at, one point, 
<laughs> at one point homosexuality was, was. considered yeah yes. and so um, it was, was scientifically was women uh, orgasming like that was a problem they thought that we had hysteria like, and just for I, real? But, yeah. but i don't believe just because it was uh uh um you know a mental illness at one time and just because it's not now it doesn't mean that is is any any uh less factual i don't believe just because okay. it is switched okay and, and that's subjective but i'm also yeah. like letting you know that they having an orgasm i'm not talking about that but i'm telling you that we we women were hospitalized like they definitely they were in uh no we have centers it, it we go all day with a bunch say, of things in the past know that like a lot of things was considered either mental illness or a sin or whatever things change over time just like how i think transgender is going to like it's such a hot topic today and for for various reasons but i honestly believe in 10 years this will not be a thing the conversation because yes i think it will, they will just be accepted absolutely absolutely i think but yeah i agree i agree i think i don't know and, and that's what and, like I said, just to go back to like the, to the original question, is, is I I'm a I believe gender is fact. I, I, I'm not ashamed to say that. I believe you are born man or woman or woman, and what? something happens where your mind changes. What? Then there are or some, or you are influenced to. That's the word. You are influenced to think. That you are something else and you run with it. I believe that about homosexuality as well. I don't think you're born gay. I think you are taught that somewhere along the are line. Are you serious? Yes. You're taught to have a feeling? I think you are, when I say taught, yeah, you are influenced. When you are influenced, you're being taught something. I didn't think you meant like I sitting down in the room. Hey, this is how you need No, to. I'm saying through like subliminal messages that you may see in media, you are influenced. You are being taught something. There are there gay men cannot get hard because they're not attracted to a woman. That's not something that you could just watch and be like, oh, okay, I don't want, I don't want. Yeah, because but you got to think about. I, I I understand what you're saying. I'm not going to disagree with it. I'm just saying like this man is not getting hard from this woman because I think he has seen something else to cause that feeling for but him. But if you're saying that if he's a man, mm -hmm. right? That he should automatically be attracted to a woman. No, I don't think that either. I think we're born asexual. I think you don't understand sexuality until something is taught to you. Hmm. There's a there's a. Um, oh, I'm not the type of person that believes that um, people are born like because you're a male, you're supposed to like female. No, I think you are taught that. I think it goes both ways. Because I I don't think there's there's some and maybe that that's for some people. There's some people that have lived in a household of a man and woman all their life and still... Because they, it's not about the household. It's like the household plays a small... And that's a, that is a big misconception. Like, yes, it's, it's cool that you grew up in a household with, with um, heterosexual parents or you so, so, saw certain things in your household. That's great. But social, especially in today... Yeah, but you see, but you're talking about today and... We, I'm telling you, like, I'm talking about, like, how we grew up. Because I can understand exactly how... What do you consider media? When we were growing up? Yeah. Mm, 
the TV, but it was controlled. Like, I feel like it's that's so only, much different. That's one form of media. Yeah, okay, so, okay, so, all right, so you tell me, but I just want to make it known that now I can understand the influence that it can provide because of how much, how much easier it is to consume information online. Think, but, think about, think about this, right? Someone was a die, a man is a diehard Tyrese fan, okay, right? Yeah. And they hear him singing Mm-hmm. All these sexual songs. Yeah. They could be like, Tyrese could be turning them. It's not Tyrese's intention, what? but that is a form of influence. So you're saying that... What? Because I, cause you're saying that that person only listened to Tyrese and they're not going through their day-to-day lives and they're interacting with the opposite sex every day. Because like you're making it seem like they're in this bubble and all they and they're just consuming this information no. and establishing what their sexuality is. Like sexuality also has to take into effect of what you find yourself attracted to by interacting with others. So again, I'm saying is that like even if I may be attracted to a woman, that doesn't mean that when I do go on a date with a guy, I'm attracted to him and I actually want to be with him. Then how I feel I'm about not, a woman. I don't disagree with that either. So because what I don't understand is that you're saying that sexuality is taught, but it's all, it's a feeling. Like I can't I can't help to feel if I'm attracted to someone or not. Why I can't say, oh, have... I'm, I'm attracted to you because I have to be attracted to you. Why? Why? Uh, my question would be why? Why would a person have these feelings? Um. I believe if you have a conversation with most people, not everybody, but more more people than, uh, okay. I believe there are more people who have had uh, sexual trauma at some point in their life. Okay. Um, There's actually a real statistic on that. Where they... It, um, and, and and where that is the that may be the contributing cause of exploring um, different areas of um, sex that may be involving another gender. That I believe is a deeper answer to the question, but I believe we typically answer it on a surface level. Mm. But that's a deeper no, and level. I, I agree with you. I think there's there's different scenarios on people originating where their sexuality comes from. I get that. But the idea to say that it's taught or it's learned when it's genuinely or or it's an experience. You, you there's an experience that has to happen between someone for me to know if I like them or not. You're saying that I'm gonna like a guy before I even know that I like guys? That, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not what I'm saying at all. If you think about, just think about logically. I think, like I said, I think we're born asexual. We don't know anything, right? I think through experiences and interactions, you're and taught. You're taught what to like, and then from there, like you are taught. Yes, you are taught. Most men, most people are taught to be heterosexual, right? Okay. But it doesn't like to me. For me, because you are taught that, you do one or two things. You lean into it. Or you try to learn about something else. but And that's what I'm trying to say, Greg. Is that like I can then, be taught anything that I want to. But if I feel a certain way, I'm going to feel it. So if I'm taught just to be a heterosexual like fe- female. And I still decide to like women. That's because I feel like I want to lo- like women. It has nothing to do with what they've taught me all my life. But how did you get there? 
How did you even get to understanding? By experience, that- Greg. Okay. Like, even when... I'm going to use an example as children. Like, you know how... Uh, girls or even happen with boys that they'll have like a best friend and they're like yo i love them and you're great and you that's the first feeling that you have with someone outside of the people in your family because what you've learned is that the people in family like you love them but when you realize that you can have that connection with someone else sometimes you misconstrue that like maybe i like i i like them like that Mm -hmm. and but and that's the beginning when you've thought of the idea that maybe the same sex is maybe your thing because it's usually gonna be your first friend but it's not because then you realize that you interacted with the opposite sex and you're like, you know what? I like them, but I don't like them the same way. The feeling that I have mm-hmm. for Susie is not the same that I have for Billy. Like, and that's when you start realizing what your sexuality is. But they can influence you to, to your face turns blue to be heterosexual. If you have a feeling to be with the same sex, you're going to do that. I think what you... What, you so can, you're saying that you if can you can have a up, Frank Ocean moment, sure. What's what's a Frank Ocean moment? Frank Ocean says that he likes women, but he just had an experience where he liked this male. So I call it the Frank Ocean moment. He likes women, but he had an experience with a, a man. With a male that he felt how he felt about women. Yes. With him. Yes, and do you think it's because he was just taught to like women, but in reality his feelings were really for males? But that, no. No, I think. And 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 and. I don't, I don't have an answer for that logic, to be honest with you. I can't tell you why he had that moment at all. What I'm saying is, like, just going back to just, like, the whole transgender thing, mm-hmm. I think in most scenarios, let me, in most scenarios, I think we are most, we are born asexual and through our environment, not even our environment, through everything that we consume daily, you start to gain some kind of um influence or idea of sexuality and which way you want to go. So you're saying if you grew up just watching two men be together, you would end up being gay. I think Ooh. it's stronger. I it's think a stronger that possibility. I, I believe yes. there's a stronger possibility. You can definitely grow up and still be heterosexual. I'm not saying that you can't. I think I, I'm. I just think that you saw what two what two you saw what a homosexual relationship was. And I think in your mind, you was like, that's not for me. And I think you make the decision to go heterosexual. I just, my whole thing is you're not born with a sexuality. Okay. It's mental. So you're you're saying that they're choosing to be gay. Yes, of course. No, Greg. You think people are born gay? Um, you believe that there's I, a gene. I, I, I can't tell you that. Like, I, I don't know scientific, so I'm not going to tell you that. But I'm going to tell you that <laughs> what you're saying, I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, because if there are women that do not or never wanted to be with a man, you're saying that something happened... And again, that's a possibility, but that doesn't always happen in everyone's story. No, I said most. I didn't say all. And you can't say most because you, you this is not your story. I, it's not my story. You're right, but you can't sit here. I, I just, like I said, I just can't believe. I can't believe you are you you are born. I can't believe that you are born in your brain with some kind of sexuality. 
Okay. I can understand that concept, but I definitely believe that it's a choice with feelings through experience as a child that even if I saw... Say that again. My experience. No, say the... It's a what? You said it's a what? It's a what? Experience. No, you said it's a choice. It's not a choice. You said it was a choice. No, it's a choice because you're saying if it's taught to me, if I'm taught to just be with two women and I still feel like I'm... I still feel. Do you hear what I'm saying? That I still want to be with a man. Why can't they both be the same? Why? Why? Why can't they? Why can't it um, coexist? I'm not saying that your feelings are invalid. I'm still saying that you made a choice to act on those feelings. Great. I'm saying that even if I had a choice not to be with them, with if I had the opposite choice. So you're. If I'm telling you that I've been taught to be with women, and I decide to be with men because that's quote unquote what I decide to do. And then I go back to what I've been taught, and that's not for me. What does that mean, Greg? That happens every day. So what does that mean? If what I've been taught is what I'm supposed to do, and I and it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That happens every day. So what does that mean? That that means that that wasn't for me. Okay, I'm not. That's not my argument. I can, I I agree. But that's what I'm saying is that you're saying that if 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 someone's taught to be this, they're most likely to be this. And that I'm is saying, not what I'm saying. No, that that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying one, the three, the the, the major two things I'm saying. You are not born uh, with the sexuality. That's one. Two, I think things around you influence your decision on which I way think you want to go. We can't prove that. You can't prove the other either. Um, and I, honestly, I think it's more to me. For me, it's more logical that no one is born with a sexuality. I understand what is logical, but again, it's not your story. So it's like if we had someone um, in the community that was able to have that real conversation and allow us to know, then I think I would accept that answer better than three you, people that you wanna, are not You want to know why I can't subscribe to it? It's, it's mainly because when people die of CTE, they can open up their brain and see something was wrong. Like something happened. To this person's brain to make them do the things that they did. Okay. Right? When a when a homosexual dies, yeah. you can't open up their brain and see that their brain is any different from a heterosexual person's brain. Okay. So that's that's my whole thing. It's like when we're when, when it all comes down to it, whether you're gay, straight, trans, or whatever, you're human at the end of the day. So at some point we are making decisions to change our sexuality. Nope. Okay. I don't know how else to. That's that's the best way I can explain that. I mean, I get what you're saying. I just don't agree. That's fine. That's but I think, totally and fine. I and I and I really just the reason, the main reason why I don't agree is because your logic makes sense. Like if you write it down, you, mm -hmm. you reading it, it makes sense. But because you're not a part of that community, and to speak someone's story that you've never played a part of, I just think it it's it's disingenuous to what the facts are, how they actually felt about their journey. I apologize if I have offended anyone. That was not my intent at all. Well, I, don't, well, I didn't think that you were trying to offend them, but I do think that you're speaking for people that you weren't really a part of. You think I'm speaking for them? I thought I was just speaking for people, like people in general. Yeah, you're speaking. Okay. This goes back to the whole freaking thing about being separate but equal. We are all people. Yes, we're human people, but you're you're talking about a because again, I respect both of your opinions. I understand where you're coming from. Even at one point, I may even had shared that logic at one point. However, but what changed you, about it? I've actually speak to. I, I've spoken. You to were. Who, what's the word we're looking for? It starts with an I. Ends with the uinst. 
What? You were influenced. No, I was influenced. I heard real stories, Greg. That's influence. Greg, but that's actual experiences. You but it's still any- an influence. Greg, okay, okay. If you want to use that word, that's fine. It's an influence. But Greg, all I'm saying is that you're talking about an experience that you've never had. And I'm not. Saying, like, yeah. I, I don't think I am because I'm not trying... I'm not trying to put myself in their shoes. I'm just saying from a, if you, whatever you identify as, I support you. I know that. That, that is all good and well, but you cannot sit here and tell me that they didn't make that decision. Okay. They, they had to. Gender is fact. When you come out of a vagina, you are either male or female. Somehow, there's hermaphrodites, Greg. Well, if you're born with both, then... Even, even when it's a hermaphrodite, they, they, it, it still leans toward uh, another, another side. Even when, it's, even when I, 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 I have a family member who is... And, but you would just look at the person and say... You're this gender. Yeah, yeah. but... We know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying is that in those in that situation specifically, like, are is that person automatically supposed to decide at that moment what they are because they have both? No. So what does no, happen? At, at, because at, at birth it was um it was it was that's a procedure done immediately. So um you see what I'm saying? But yes. even in that but, situation, but even if there's a procedure, but that doesn't mean that it like I still had those body parts a part of my body. I understand. And in that situation, that is unique. Because you can, logically, you can go back to something and say that this probably influenced this decision. But it still go like, even in that situation, it's like, let's say the, the because it comes down to the parents. The parent says, cut off one. Or sew up something. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I'm just I'm just assuming that that's how it will work. Right. See, that's right? what I'm saying. We're having conversations about things that we don't know. We're just assuming it's, things. And I think that and, and I think that's fine. I, I think I'm just I'm just answering what I would think like okay. logically, okay. right? If 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 a child is born with both, I think you would um, a parent would say, okay, I want you to to chop off the ding dong, and now we're going to raise this person as a daughter. Yes, but. They prob the parents probably made the wrong decision because it wasn't their decision; it was the child's. But at the end of the day, it is still a decision. Yes, but if I'm telling you how I feel on the inside, especially knowing that I've had a penis and you took that away from me, and now I'm telling you that I've always felt like a boy. I yes. see my friends that are boys, and remember, like usually, you're able to identify your sexuality by interacting with others. <laughs> I hope when you listen back to this, you just just hear how you are literally saying what I'm saying. Because you're using you're you're saying influence, but I can't help how I feel, Greg. And I'm not saying that you can. But that's what I'm saying is that you're telling me that if someone tells me or I, like I said, I can like Susie, but I like I keep making up names, Billy much better. Uh-huh. Because of the way that I feel about him, the way that Sexually, yeah. I could feel about him. I, Susie, I could think that I had so much feelings for her, but not when it came to sexuality, it's different. I agree. So where are we find? No, I know where we, we're different in that instance. To say that people 
um, don't have a quote-unquote gay gene, I don't have any fact to it. I can tell you that from... There's a lot of fact to it. I'm sorry to tell you, but there is. Mm, okay. You, they've done autopsies, like, the, like, anatomy says that there is no such thing as a gay gene. Like, there is literally no... Greg, because it's a feeling. You can't... How are you supposed to identify sexuality in your so body? So it's illogical. It's, what's illogical? It's... it's Logic would mean that a like a, one plus one equals two, meaning that there is a gay gene and that's why this person is gay. That would make it logical. The fact that it is a feeling, and I think it is a feeling. But sexuality doesn't have to be logical. Okay. I, I don't disagree with you. All right, then, Greg. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. Right, well, I want to say shout out to the LGBTQ community. Um, I want to say, um, if you are still listening, we do appreciate you and hope you got some great points. Um, and if you didn't just throw those other points away, cause we still appreciate you. Um, but with that being said, Mr. Rent Money. I am Mr. Rent Money and these are my conspiracy theories. I am Mr. Rent Money of just a conversation with Greg and Mr. Rent Money and Gigi. Um, today, I want to speak about a specific uh, conversation that I uh, had with uh, a friend of mine uh, a couple days ago in reference to a, a, a video that I saw with Kanye West was on the Joe Rosenberg experience. And he spoke about this... Uh, Joe Rogan or Joe Rosenberg? Ro- Joe Rogan. Ro- Joe Rogan. Okay. I apologize. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Um, the most conservative podcast of all time. Yeah. And he said... It is? Yo, listen to him. Oh, yeah. There was a shot that was given to him that he barely remembers in no in in between uh on his near his thumb right here mm-hmm. and this is like a medical shot like a he didn't needle. say he didn't say a, a medical shot he said there was a shot okay they gave me um a shot and i believe he was uh, speaking, you know, in cold. You know, he kept saying they, you know, you know. If you go back to the interview, he said they told him to take uh, a post down that he made around that time. And Joe Rogan said, who is they? And Kanye said, <laughs> that, that, was, that was all he did. He just, he just nudged his shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, I want to concentrate uh, on this this shot that was given to him on his thumb because that is funny because that spot if you look it up that's the exact spot where they um these uh now this is where I would say is I'm getting a, a really getting conspiracy theory ish 
You know, mm-hmm. I normally, um, even though this is the conspiracy theory aspect of the show, but I, I normally base everything around facts. I try to base everything around uh, facts and, and um, something that can be backed up. Oh, okay. But, you know, the chip, they saying that these these chips that are choices in specific countries in, in certain areas of countries where um, if you work at uh, certain corporate jobs, they give you a chip. Microchip. A microchip. Mm-hmm. But it's a shot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big needle. That they, I just believe Amazon is doing it. They will be doing or they're they doing it? They are doing it. To the employees? They have it? They believe so. People believe it that it's happening. It was this article that came out about how Amazon was able to track um, like a, a worker's sleeping habits, um, their like their physical activity and all that stuff. And people were trying to figure out why or how they was doing it. We're going to look it up. They could have downloaded something. In oh, with their phones and everything, though. And people, people saying that it was through their phones, like, like if you got, um, like they go, they can clock in on their phone or whatever, and that's how they was able to track all that stuff. Like, if you have the app on your phone, then it's taking the data from all over your phone. But uh, that sounds like something that Amazon would do. They do it anyway with marketing. Like, if you're on a site, you definitely get you definitely looking at what you just looked at on Amazon. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, but uh, do you guys believe celebs or Kanye West is in some way, shape, or form being controlled as the billionaire, the free billionaire as we know it? Well, to, to if you do believe that, then you got to believe all billionaires are being um, being controlled. I don't believe all. I believe the one that ones that we see, the ones the more notable ones in within entertainment, the for famous sure. ones. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I think I I'm a firm believer in secret societies. Oh, now you're a firm believer. You yes. weren't a firm believer, for sure. Sure. You guys heard of the Pandora Papers? That's basically what you guys are talking about. What's that? Um, I sent it in the chat. It's basically like, we know like people that we see, and then there's like people that we don't see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I believe in all that. Yeah. Like, I believe... It's in the chat. It's like a whole like a video about it. Like, we don't... I believe that we Like don't... the men in black type of thing? No. Like, <laughs> no, like it. there's actual people that... But think of the men in black of people who, like, control shit. It's kind of, like, it's not necessarily, doesn't have to do with money. This, this is the main reason why I don't really equate money to power. Because I think, you ever seen Scandal? Yeah. It's enough money. Enough. Enough money. Okay, I, I, I can subscribe to that. I think, like, yes, you do need to have some kind of money. You can't be no poor person. On some type of level, or, you know, whether we talk about it on a smaller level, hundreds of thousands on deck, there's power that comes, or can, with the with a specific type of yeah, person. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, even though, like, the person who only has, let's say, a net worth of $100,000... 
are still controlling people with a net worth of a billion. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at like, it's like um, where I was going with scandal was, you know how B six thirteen, like the father, um, he was controlling a lot of shit behind the scenes. You didn't know he was just an archaeologist, but the nigga was really fucking starting and ending wars and shit, mm-hmm. right? I believe that happens. I believe so. To answer your question about like, is Kanye being controlled? Probably. I think he has a boss. Yes, I do believe he answers to someone. Hmm. I don't know. I want to say maybe, but I definitely think that once you start going through different levels of income, you do you're you're invited in different rooms, and I think. We've even seen um, people like Jay-Z, like Jay-Z was in New York and now we've seen him like in the White House. And I think as you continue, you, you can, there's different thresholds and that's why the Pandora Papers exist. I think we haven't, we don't know those people for sure yet, um, but I think there's some people closer to it than we know. I, but the, I just like, you just, even from what you just said, you got to think, think of it in the sense of like, Okay, yes. Take Jay-Z, for example. Jay-Z's my new dialogue, by the way. But we get to that later. But take Jay-Z, by, um, take Jay-Z for example. I think Jay-Z... One or two things either, either happened to Jay-Z, right? One, I think someone said, let's exalt this black man to be a leader. Mm. Right? And that's why Jay-Z in the position that he is. Or... Jay-Z's just now in that room. Mm. I think it's a mixture of both. But either way, no there's a room. No work ethic. I, of course the work ethic plays a part in it. Money. No, I'm saying even... But th- but that's the thing. You can even be the hardest worker. You can have all the money in the world. You still need to be accepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're 100% correct about that. And in order to it go to... In order to be accepted in certain rooms, because if you, even if you got $2 million, there's somebody who has $30 million. Yep. So. Don't be surprised. Jay-Z's going to be the first black person to own an NFL team. And that is like one of the most secret societies there is in America, to be an NFL owner. I don't believe Jay-Z will own an NFL team before Gary V. Who's that? Not before Gary V. Gary Verichek. Who's that? He's a um this Jewish this Jewish guy who's like a motivational speaker. Is he black? This he's this Jewish guy who's Jewish can be black? Come on. You know what I was talking about. <laughs> You know, I got you. I got you. I'm, I feel you. Nah, I feel you. But nah, seriously, I'm talking about to this level. You know what I mean? On a surface level. He's Jewish-ish. You know what I'm saying? Um, aesthetic Jew. Uh, he, it, for years, has been inquiring about owning the Jets. And 
is he wears the Jets. He he's like a diehard Jets fan, and all of the time he just speaks it into existence, like saying stuff like "When I own the Jets," that type of thing. Um, but he's he's definitely Jets respected. Yeah, definitely about to sell. Are you serious? They keep losing. Yeah, um, and and he's projecting it. He's, it's something that he he's he's definitely respected. He, uh, a wealthy guy with multiple businesses, and he's got his eye. He's had his eye on the Jets. He they he's been getting declined for years, but I don't believe. Jake, because they're very, 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 very racist. Everybody's racist, but the NFL... The racist organization there is. Yeah, for sure. And everybody knows that. I don't even watch sports. And I I know that just in general. It's just the culture. Yeah. You know like what Jack I'm saying? Jack Connell was able to buy the Jaguars because there was like... He bought the Jaguars for too much money. The... We bought them for like a billion. They, the valuation wasn't even that. Like they suck. When you are a bad NFL team, and they overpriced it because he's black. Because yeah, just because he was a minority, it was like okay, you want to throw a billion? I think he bought them for like one point five bill or something like something and they crazy. They put it right back into the N- and NFL. They was, they was like, sure, come along. See. You know that that that's a prime example. You know, I see. Uh, I, I didn't know Shaq actually. You say he purchased the Jaguars. He purchased the Jaguars, yeah. When it was up for sale. Well, he probably has like an investment team. He has that team. He has. No, no, he's rich by himself. No, he is rich by himself, but he has an investment team that everybody together had ha- put bread. Together and they they make like you know all no, those. Like a, you think he had an investment group? He has an invest like the joint foot. If you look it up, the joint like um where they own uh J C Penny and uh um pay was it is it Payless? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Payless. All of these. Ventures that he just recently named mm-hmm. fall under the uh, investment group that he's a part of. He doesn't own these joints, and that's what I'm. And that's what I'm telling you. No, it's him by himself. Most of out of 32 NFL teams, I think the number is now like 28 of the teams are owned by one person. Each. Oh, I got you. Like he bought that team with his money, not an investment group. Like, the Packers is an investment group. It's a group of owners that own that team. All those other teams, like the Cowboys, Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys. Not Jones Investment Group. Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys. Who, who, you said who owns the Jaguars? Shad, Shad Khan? Yes. Yes, he does. Hmm. Like, you got... I think he's like... I think he made his money in... I want to say oil in the Middle East. Wow. But yeah, he had to overpay to to get a part of that bomb, that secret society. But the good thing, I mean, I say the good thing. I guess there's a limit to how racist you can be to be a part of this group, of this club, because they keep denying Donald Trump ass. (laughs) 
Donald Trump been trying to buy the bills for the longest. They like, no nigga. <laughs> but just to go, just to circle back to your original conspiracy. Hell yeah, somebody tells Kanye what to do. Yeah. So, what do we have next on the agenda? Well, we're going to go to some new dialogue. New dialogue. New dialogue is part of the show. Was how we end new our dialogue. show. Um, You know, we talk about stuff that we think other people should be talking about. So, we bring it to the forefront and try to have a little conversation about it to end the show. Um, would you guys like me to go first? Sure. Well, you ready. I am, because I told you what my new dialogue was. Go ahead, Green. My new dialogue is Sean Jay-Z Carter. I think all men should look at this man and applaud him because think about Jay-Z and Beyonce, what, five years ago. When the whole freaking elevator shit happened. Mm -hmm. Like, when that happened, right? We all thought that marriage was done. I didn't. Okay. Of course you did because you looked for the positives. Well, it's not even the positives. You had to look at the body language of everybody else in the, like, the room. Like, the only person that was acting, well, not even acting, the only one that was out of character at that moment was Solange. It was not I'm not that. talking about, I'm not specifically talking about the elevator incident. I'm just talking about Jay-Z and Beyonce. When... There was rumors going around. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z's been cheating. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. Like, I don't care what nobody said. Everybody thought that relationship was done. Like, they was heading toward divorce. Because it was in the news. What what why else would it why else would we think that? We don't know shit about Jay-Z and Beyonce. Exactly. So you have no idea about the dynamics. The only thing that you know is with the narrative of what was in the news. That's all I can't go by, Gigi. Okay. And I'm I'm saying is that, but you've also realized like now being on the other side of it, that things could be spun and be looked at just because you see something. It wasn't spun. They were having issues. Okay. I'm not telling you that they weren't. I'm just saying, okay. Jesus. Lord. He didn't do it. Don't bring him into this, Greg. But Jay-Z has turned his marriage all the way around to the point where he is on sides of buildings with his wife promoting Tiffany jewelry. Like, when... You're a Jay-Z fan. Sure. When the last time you see Jay-Z endorse something that big or or that is usually, like, reserved for white people? Well, anytime I've seen him do that, there was... Some type of uh, equity involved, a state. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. That's the only way I see. I, I don't only, see it being. I think the only reason why he did this Tiffany thing was because it was good for Beyonce. Why? Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. But that, but for sure, there there is on the back end there is some type of deal where is they getting something within the company. For sure, I I don't I don't they believe like stock or something like um ownership within. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't believe oh, I don't believe he just got a check. Like here's a check, and take these pictures. How it 
it normally is where you you get a check for wearing these sneakers yeah. or put wearing this or putting this on in that specific brand or you know uh, I don't I don't believe it's just that simple when it comes to Jay Z and Beyonce's brand. I agree. I agree. I'm not going to even do, that. That's not even my 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 point. My point is. This is not an endeavor Jay-Z would usually go into. Well, if you look at all the things that Jay-Z has ever endorsed in his career, yeah. This is not this is so far off brand for Jay-Z. Is it? Because I think he's in a different space. Also, I don't even think the opportunity was even provided to him at one point. I think he did this because they presented it to his wife and he wants to stay in good with his wife, so he did it for his wife. Well, no, I think that he definitely like, know that she could get her own check. That's not that is not the point. I'm, the point is, yeah. like, the fact that he was even at the Grammys. Yeah. Jay-Z is never at the Grammys. Yeah, but th- she's going to get an award. And that's what I'm saying. But that's different. You're my spouse. That makes sense. No, it, Jay-Z, from Advertising what we know, and being supportive when I'm about to get an award is different. He is being supportive of his wife, which is commendable. And I'm saying he has done a 360 in his marriage. You're saying that the Tiffany deal is... is contributes to his marriage. Yes. Right. So that means you were saying it's like a direct uh um correspond. Jay Z does not do the, the does marriage. not endorse Tiffany by himself. You don't know who presented that idea to him. Like he has an entire marketing team. And I understand that him. and the fact that Beyonce is even signed to Rock, on Rock Nation's management. I'm not saying that it um that it wouldn't have been presented to him at all. But from what I know of Jay-Z and the, the endorsement deals that he has done in the past, he is not doing that by himself. But he's married, though. He's I'm married. Done. Like, the place that on. Jay-Z is in and, in, like, the whole 444. Even, I would say, from 444 up until now, he, he definitely says everything about everything about what he's been displaying in his, his career that he would make a move like that. Okay. I believe it. I think that I think I understand where you're coming from, but I think that it's way much more deeper in regards to what bag they're getting for doing it. Because Beyonce is... Y'all talking about money. I have, this is nothing I know, but that's money. what I'm trying to say is that when it comes to advertising, although it's a good look, Beyonce honestly can sell Tiffany by herself. She doesn't need We him. know that. Okay, and I'm saying that. And if he wanted to sell Tiffany by himself, he can do that too. I know that okay, too. And so what I'm saying is that I definitely believe that just like what do you Mr. think Red I'm Money trying to say? say? I'm saying that it's not about their relationship. Don't care what you're saying. What do you think I'm trying to say? Okay, I don't like that you said you don't care what I'm saying. Because, it, it, I, of course I care what you say. I'm saying, like, the thing is, like, everybody is bringing up all these other points that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Because we don't have to agree with what you're saying. You you're, but do you understand what I'm saying? Because um, you, you can't agree to something you don't understand. What I hear from you, Greg, is that... Beyonce got a bag. He saw it. He wanted to support her, so he's going to advertise. That is not what I'm saying. Okay, what are you saying? I'm saying that Jay-Z, we understood that his his relationship was on the rocks based based off of his 444 album, based off of Beyonce's Lemonade album. Okay. It looked like they was heading toward divorce, and I think now... All the a lot of the moves that Jay Z is making yeah. is in support of his wife and to and to keep his marriage alive. Okay, I I I think that you're looking at it from 
a view of a husband so I can understand. I mean, it's nothing about it has nothing but to I don't do think with money. That's, I don't think that's the case because for for me, you're saying that because what I think we fail to realize is that Jay Z and Beyonce they understand what is perceived and they even are able to control the narrative. So the albums that they have, yes, it may have sounded like they were broken up, but at that point in time, they've already made amends. Um, everything that we see no, on the, the outside talk about the stuff that they was going through. Yes, they were still together. of course, yeah, exactly, right. So they've already decided they're going to be together, and they've used their crafts to provide it to the world to show them their journey. I'm saying is that everything their relationship itself behind doors i don't think that the supporting aspect um even for both of them is really not needed because they both can strive on their own together obviously great great albums together i enjoyed them but at the same time like they don't need each other to get this bag and i really think that the reason why he did it is because he's it's not just about the check. He's definitely getting some stock into it. It's not for, I don't see that as a move for their relationship. I saw it as a move to venture into jewelry and to find other avenues to get more money. Disagree. Okay. No, I think he's I, like what you're saying is not false. Like, of course, Jay Z can he can endorse anything and, and be successful at it. So can Beyonce. They can do it separately. They can do it together. Of yeah. course, together it makes more money. Or whatever. This to me has nothing to do with money. Of course, the way Jay Z negotiate his deals is not going. He's not going to compromise the way he negotiates deal just for the sake of Beyonce. No, I'm saying the the, the reason why he even entertained a deal like this because, like like I said, just knowing like knowing what we know of Jay Z and how Jay Z has moved. This is not something that he would like usually do. He would, he probably would endorse Cartier before he endorses Tiffany. Like, that's all I'm getting at is that, yes, like I said, him and Jay, him and Beyonce can do whatever they want separately. I just believe that the, the recent moves of like, especially when it comes to things that Beyonce is a part of, he is doing it out of love and out of like trying not even trying because there's nothing wrong with the marriage now but he's doing all of that stuff because stuff that he's been doing the stuff that Jay-Z has been doing recently in public eye has been for me it seems like he's doing these things because he just wants to do more things with Beyonce to because of like the sake of their marriage and everything like that okay that's all I'm getting at okay because Jay-Z wouldn't have been there's no way he goes to the the Grammys, I don't care if who who it is. It's simply because it's Beyonce. He's at the Grammys. I think that that makes sense to me. Okay, but I think that's different than advertising. No, because what if they didn't want both of them? Brand. What if they didn't want both of them? Then they would both wouldn't have done it. So you don't think Beyonce would have still did it without him? He she would have. He okay. would have encouraged her to do it. Okay. I don't know. I I just I I respect what you're saying because again, you're looking at it as a husband, and you can see that. But what if Cartier never even provided him with that opportunity or shut it down, and Tiffany was the one provided the opportunity? That's a possibility too. I'm only, but it's, but it's only, definitely because he's. I'm not saying it's the sole reason. I'm just saying it is definitely one of the reasons, and it's a huge part of it. And so you think that he's doing it for her or for us? For them. Okay. So you think that everything that for a partner has to be shown to others in order for it to be real? No. No, you're not going to put words in my mouth. No, I'm asking. I'm not telling you. Absolutely not. 
Okay. Okay. Isolated incident right here. Just Jay-Z and Beyonce. Okay. I like it. My new dialogue. I said I watched the um, Dave Chappelle special. Um, you didn't watch it yet, did you? I saw a few scenes. Okay. Um, and Greg, you saw it too, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I actually enjoyed it um, because I saw what he was really trying to say. And what I've also found with comedy now in the late 2020s is that um, it's no longer genuine to its craft. Uh, I feel like comedy has become like so censored that we no longer can enjoy jokes about anything because then it becomes too offensive. PC People culture try to sucks. cancel. And it like it it just takes away from the idea that comedy and the intention is to take traumatic, um, not so good events, ugly things and like make it humorous. I'm allowing to always see like, you know, the funny side and some of the darkest moments. And I feel like we have taken that as too literal that we no longer can enjoy the art of comedy. Am I wrong? No. I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I just think you should pander. <laughs> Why should I pander? Well, I don't. Because you know what's. Do you know all the things that surround in this this comedy special now? Absolutely, one of the topics that we've just had a conversation okay, about. Okay, so for those who don't know, people want Dave Chappelle to be canceled. First off, you can't cancel someone who doesn't care about being canceled. That's Actually, one. he told us that this was going to be his last one, so he knew before he, knew he this. had this, this, this yeah. was it. Like, who cares? He was okay. But they're, they're calling for Netflix to, to take it down. Um, people who work for Netflix or like, like people who have shows on Netflix are saying they're going to boycott Netflix, like, meaning they're not going to honor their contract if they don't take this, um, the special down or whatever. And what you just said, you just said that comedy, um, like, well, the, the, what comedy used to be is like you take tragic situations and make it funnier, right? Yes. So, someone of the transgender community could be like, you think we're tragic. Absolutely not. I think that if you allowed yourself to look at your story as tragic, then that's subjective. Um, but what I... Would, I'm just saying because that's what they're arguing. Okay, and, that, and that's totally... I don't think that anyone that has their personal views about um, this comedy special is right to their views. Everyone has their opinion, and you can feel the way that you want to feel about him. I'm saying it as a whole, like, we had... Um, we have what well, we had, like Richard Pryor, and we have um, Eddie Murphy. Like we, there are real jokes that are really offensive that we laughed back in the day, and now that if we laugh about it now, we're hurting people's feelings. And although, like, I love everyone, like a joke is a joke, and yes, there are jokes that are intended to hurt people's feelings. But when it is something that is on a platform just made for humor and not made for malicious, I, I think that we definitely need to take a step back and understand that all comedy is not for everyone. There's certain comedies that people are going to enjoy and there's going to be other comedies where people are not going to enjoy. That's why they had like comedy specials, but you still went to like New York City to actually watch like the Richard Pryors because he wasn't able to always be televised. There's There was spaces for people that liked certain things and I feel like now we're all in this big bubble where you know if you're i'm scared to laugh <laughs> and if you do laugh you're scared that you're gonna offend someone realizing that i genuinely love you as a person i would never wish any harm or intent 
But the joke was the joke was funny when we talk about race or we talk about sexuality or things that happen to ourselves subjectively, then it's okay. But when we just talk about life experience or the people that we interacted with, which is what Dave did was he he used a own personal story of his. It's not he's no longer talking about a situation that he wasn't involved in. He's now letting you know his story and how his experience was with this individual. And it was like, how do you how can you tell someone how to tell their story? And how are you going to tell someone that their story is invalid because it affects you? It's my story. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to agree with my story, but that's a part of my journey. This person was a part of me, even in the co- comedic era that I was making fun of that community. This, this one person was a part of my community. And this is my story that I'm sharing. And you're saying because it was offensive to you where I feel like we're in a society where sticks and stones are going to break our bones, but words will never hurt me. And the thing is that we now take words so literal that you realize like those words. And, and I don't want to discount people who do take those words and um, end up taking their lives because I, I wish you guys well. And I, I wanted more for you. And I hope, you know, you guys are resting in peace. Maybe not, but I wish you well. But... <laughs> <laughs> Did, was that bad? Did I wish them well? I don't. I shouldn't wish them well. <laughs> I hope you're resting in peace. Maybe not. I don't know what? because they weren't at peace when they had to go. You guys, we're missing the point. The point is, is that everyone has the right to feel the way that they want to feel, and I get that. But if you have the right to feel the way you want to feel, then everyone should have the right to feel that. If you don't like me, I don't have to like you either. If this joke is funny, it doesn't have to be funny to you but it doesn't mean that that person no longer should tell jokes that's all but i love y'all i agree all of you guys seriously from the bottom of my heart (sighs) that was a lot so much i thought the closing was hilarious i thought it was very thought-provoking more than it was funny i i want to apologize if i offended anyone about the whole suicide thing (laughs) I was just in spirits. I'm sorry. I, I do. I, I don't think I... She pulled a me. And I don't know. I spent too much time with Greg, y'all. Don't do that. What's your new dialogue? You got any new dialogue? Is it uh, oh. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang Clang ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah, I, I just want to commend those guys. I love On the series. excellent job they've been doing or they've done with the season series. Season two done? Huh? Season two over? No, it's not over. But RZA did confirm that there will be automatically three to five seasons. Seasons. Were you excited? He said he said for sure. <laughs> he said they can't you can't even get picked up unless you even have for sure. Three to five joints already in, in the tuck. So he he said that that already lets you know, you know, Yeah, the, that's why I, I never understood why people make it such a big deal when shows get, like, renewed for, another, for a new season. Like, it's supposed to if it's a good yeah, show. It's when, you go, it's when you go past, like, five joints and you keep... Yeah. Keep going, you know what I mean? All those enemies. Dick Wolf. But this joint. Oh, oh yeah, pause. Him. But, yeah. Wu-Tang is, is crazy. 
for sure. Just the 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 uh the dialogue the uh I would say it's like the uh, uh, accurate portrayal of the the, the uh the, the characters of, of the real life rappers or the people in the movie are really they're doing a really great job and and I guess because you don't you don't like any I enjoyed it so Wu, much Wu-Tang. like I tune into it every once I don't like it it's just that I don't care for it the, no yeah. I'm not talking about the series I'm talking about the group the group yeah I don't oh, care okay. for it okay yeah, yeah. it's not that I don't like them it's just Cool. I, I get their. I understand their historical relevance in hip hop. Not disgar- not discarding that at all. Just for me, didn't listen to them. Have no inclination of wanting to go listen to them. So, mm-hmm. I would tell you. And that's, that's what I love about this series is that you won't even need to do that to, to appreciate this series. That's what I'm feeling. I, I feel like. No, from what y'all tell me, it just sounds like it's good TV. It's really, really. It's that's great. really it's what it is. Because you, you start to champion. The underdogs in a the situation, they they getting their they getting their um their the equipment from out the mud, you know what I'm saying? And and you you so even if you've never heard the Wu Tang music, and you seeing how they're getting out of certain situations and just the suspense yeah. and wondering what's next, just that aspect. I think if you give it a try, it'd be dope. It's not like I'm not going to give it a try. It's just not on the top of my list. That's so many other shows I'm into right now. Uh, and to be honest with you, someone has my Hulu account, and someone is starting to watch it, and it keeps coming up on my goddamn Apple TV. Hulu? Yeah. I ordered. I ordered. Let me see. Pull it up. It ain't you. Uh-huh. It's not me either. I know. Only a couple people got my password. Yo, I That's be sharing many. passwords like it's nobody. Business. Then I need to. I need to be better, Greg. Nobody business. Let me get a password. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Greg. <laughs> you know what? I did see a picture. Yo. <laughs> what? I saw your. I saw your picture. No, that's B. That's B's account. But that shit is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like the nigga is like. Mm-hmm, just chilling on there. I was like, you put a whole picture on What were you thinking when you put a profile picture? I said, he is all taking ownership of this shit. profile. We know who's watching. Yeah. That shit was hilarious when I saw that. I was like, this nigga really <laughs> shit. You said, you know what? I'm going to put my picture. It's still up there. What up? Yeah. So, we're good? I think so, everyone. <laughs> if you made it this far... After my rant, I appreciate you. I so did good much. last week of, of summing it up. I so appreciate you, and I just yes, you did, Greg. You did, you did really well in your way, not mine, but your you way sure? was 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 beautiful. I loved. I it. thought I did such a good job. Why do you sound like you always do a spoken word? That's what it is. <laughs> is that how you feel, Greg? <gasps> Go ahead. Mm-mm-mm. With that being said, thank you so much again for being with us. Um, I hope you were able to get something good out of this conversation. Um, We've learned a lot about um, our thoughts on different topics, so I definitely appreciate everyone's feedback. Um, And 
I, I even look at things differently after having a conversation. So I appreciate you both. Um, but with that being said as well, Greg, how can you find us and you? Yeah, you can find the pod, Just a Conversation, on Twitter and Instagram at Just a, Conversa- Just a Convo underscore pod. That's on Twitter and Instagram. But if you want to specifically connect with me, don't. I'm only on Twitter at Gregisms with a Z. He changed his name too, y'all. I did not. You didn't change it? No. You didn't change your name, Greg? Nope. Oh, I thought he did something different, y'all. I'm a big. Um, Mr. Rat Money, how can they find you? Yeah, um, if you go on Google, I've done this like a million times. Type in Mr. Rent Money. I'm the only thing that comes up. Literally. The only websites, a bunch of videos, but if you go on Google, you type in Mr. Rent Money, I'm the only, as far as website links go. Um, I think that'll be, that's that's going to be something that I uh, uh, start to say, because one central place, at least until I get a website, so Google me, Mr. Rent Money. If you Google Greg Nelson, like three different white dudes gonna come. Then <laughs> you know that's not Greg. Um, and how are you gonna find me, my lovely people? Um, and I missed you guys so much. Uh, on Twitter, and that's G Carly Seven. That's G Q A R L Y, and the number seven. I look forward to seeing your tweets. So follow me, and I'll follow you back. Um, oh, if you guys woke up today and forgot, looked up out the window and realized that it's more 70 degrees and 80 degrees, realize that today was Friday and not Saturday, I want you to go be great. Rent money. Rent money. Rent money. Rent money.